All right, let's do it. We're going to do it again. We're doing it again. Big shout out. Let's go ahead and get the sponsors out of the way. Let's pay some bills. Nick, hit them up. Who, who we got? I'm going to go with helmet skins. Lizard skin for your skin. helmets. Lizard yeah. skins. Lever skins. Rhino skins. Pork and skin. Tater skins. Tater, tater skins. Four skin. Lamb skin. Lamb skin. <laughs> Blouses versus skins. Yep. Pig skins. Skintastic. Anything uh, with skin. What was the, uh, yeah. Skin on skin or it ain't going in. That was always my high school mantra. So. Skin on skin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Nick, and look Nick, how well that served you. Nick already put this in. So, <laughs> hey, we're having. I hear something I've never heard before. That's a good one. So, stickers, this is what we have. We have. This is all we have. So if you want one, I'm getting some requests for these. So you need to write a 1,500-word essay. On why you should be the recipient of a sticker. Of one a of sticker. And Just if you're one. thinking about one. not getting we one. We have a policy. Yeah, right there too. is a policy. One or you're customer. worried about not getting one, Kevin has text Ricky, Ricky. Carmichael and Crested that he sent his back. <laughs> I want to know, A, I'm going to ask him during the show, what did you do with those Where'd two? Because uh, so I know you gave him two. two. Did you yes. see him give two? I saw him... He got Very two. ferociously click out one. No, I lick my fingers. I like, yeah, here's one. Two. There's two. You, what did you see? I think it was one. That's what I think, right, Kevin. Well, I'll ask Ricky. Well, you're going to have to verify this. So yeah, that's our policy. Yeah, so the policy is uh, one, per, one per customer. Which is good because me and Nick we can't were, go crazy we were certain that you didn't deviate from the policy. I like that. I'm, I stuck I'm to the, with Yes, I'm, it felt good. I'm by the board. I'm like the Vanna White of this show. Yeah, you are. So yeah, there you With go. Nicer <laughs> boobs. <laughs> yeah, your boobs are dialed. So we have Brett slash BJ, BJ. Smith. We're gonna get to bo- to the bottom of that. Are you Brett or are you BJ? What are we doing? He was Brett for a long time. He was. I want to know how I got yeah. Brett J Smith. So, and things to know about Brett. He writes stuff. He does write stuff. And he uh, long long form big awesome long articles. Lots of words. Lots of words. Yes. Big groups big of letters. Yes. Big. I don't even think he worries about how many words. No. I think he just is like, hey Let man, I'm gonna write this story. He'd been great in college. Paper's not involved. Uh, so uh, he's going to be on wewentfast.com. And then uh, some other uh, notes here based on just what I'm hearing. Okay. John, try harder. Dang. That's not from me. This is HR. Oh, HR. <laughs> it just says try harder. <laughs> see, I was worried. Like, it's hard to look across the table. No, so it's I, not me. But I'm it's on, not coming I'm from you. Yeah, no, so actually, I feel this better. This is coming now. from the top. From, uh, from up top. Uh, oh. It says try harder and just be twelve percent better. You so know, that's a table. That's achievable. That's twelve days. I can 1% write that down. Day. Yes, twelve days. Nick, you're killing it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Employee of the month there's for no, October. You're killing it, but there's no howevers. Let me tell you, and no. I enjoyed my ice like cream so my much. I had, yep, big I, ice cream day. Yep, we all I had got a big ice go. cream day for the. Uh, Employee of the month. month. I like didn't get no ice cream, man. Dairy Queen party. That's yep. bull. We yep. grilled, I wanted ice cream. We grilled and chilled. <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> and then uh, Faster Minis, my buddy Craig Bentley, who I met at Red Bull Imagination, as soon as I heard his voice, I'm like, wait a minute. I know this. Hey, man. <laughs> you got pork right here. It was Faster Minis. And so anyway, they got a bunch of stuff there for stickers. And if we if we send out stickers, look how many they send. I don't know what their sticker budget is, but They're my just like, God. Uh, hey, man. Look at this. That's outrageous. That well, is, that's only one sheet. That's technically one sticker, but I'm you one, get 10. That's crazy. Look at all this. And I'm thinking they spend a little more time on design. Oh, are you hey, serious? Does it cool. say, you know, buy... Uh, Faster Minis by somebody, because uh, ours say. Hey, oh. look, their stickers don't. <laughs> don't their stickers don't have Kevin's name on. No, them. That's they, weird. They should crazy. One designer did they? He shouldn't either. <laughs> so anyway, it's there's fine. some other stuff in there. Faster Minis uh, sent some stuff. So Craig, 
Thanks, man. He's gonna. We're gonna do some stuff on our little. Everything Kevin's ever designed, he put his name on. He's like, yeah, Everyone. by Kevin Kelly. Yes, and we're gonna do some shirts. He I gets promise. flowers for his wife. He's got a card in there. It says, "By Kevin, Kevin Kelly." Doesn't say, "I love you." Doesn't say anything. It says X-X-O, flowers. All I be needing is credit for this right here. Make sure I get flowers the credit. by Kevin Kelly. Here's the joke. When when they designed this, when Wes Williams and the boys from Verb designed our logo, winners yes. take y'all. It says, "Hosted by Kevin Kelly." Dang, tag, tag frames. Tag frames. Dang. What the heck? What else, man? So, anyway, the, the running joke Could you is imagine we have to cut that? all of these damn names off. I hate that. Stupid. We're sitting there with our scissors. I don't tag frames, keychains. What? Dang, son. And it's, there's some shirts and hoodies and whatever else. So, you guys. What in the world? It's like Christmas for me. It's a man. serious don't care really. package. Don't try to cut me off when I'm, I'm Dude, opening keep my. Keep digging. Keep breaking. Yeah. Out. Show do myself. not make there's him a wait. Of shirts, a hoodie. That's a schmedium for you. That's a hoodie. Yeah, I need to get a schmedium to say you have a schmedium. This fits you, Lincoln. There you go, buddy. There you go, bud. This dog, he's needy, man. Faster minis. He's all he's he's pushing as hard as he can against my leg. He loves y'all. This show dog, him, yeah, show the folks at home. Look how excited oh, he is about this gift. Doggy mini mini. That's a oh, funky yeah. song, bro. Let's see the back. Is there something on back? Faster oh minis. yeah. There you go. Nice. Fasterminis.com. There you go. By Kevin Kelly. Yeah. Hey, so uh, we were talking on the air before. We have BJ Smith on tonight. Of course, when we went fast, we, we already told you that. We had Trey Kennard on last week. If you haven't listened, uh, if you haven't followed us on Instagram, I think our Instagram is stupid and our show is stupid. So I think it all falls <laughs> I right was like, in line. hey, man, this on purpose. Yeah, and all it's the not podcasts. not just stupid because we're a bunch of idiots. No, we do it. On, yeah. But I, it kind of is. But just to reintroduce you, because some of the guys are just now getting on board, like with what we're doing. Like, that's John Watkins. Hey. And that is Nick Blackman. Yeah. Nick's still opening stuff. Just He said it's like Christmas and don't stop it. Don't stop it. He means it. Lincoln thinks he's getting something. He, he, thinks he feels like, like it's a treat. He thinks there's a toy. treat in here somewhere. Got to be something That's to eat a beanie, in it. it looks like, or a ginormous rubber. No, this is a... Uh, <laughs> it's a flag uh, or it's something. A flag. Oh, there you go. No way. Flags, Kevin. We've Why don't we have flags? Man, we need all this Dang, stuff. son. Still, they're all awesome ideas. Fasterminis.com. I mean, that is nice. There you go, man. There's a gift right that keeps there. on giving. Thanks, You could Greg. put that next to your parking space and be like, hey, man. Fasterminis. Y'all park over here. Right by me. Nick's just continuing to dig in there. I think there's a couple t-shirts. That is a bottomless apply. box. It, yep. Goes all the way down to my it's garage. It's way less janky than that. Uh, how many oh, stickers? Can I get a sticker? There you go. Hey, your boy's right there. Your kids, right? Yeah, that'll be all over this. Take, I don't want one. The you mini bike one, nationals. Whatever. There you go. At you, my he, house. He has kids that ride the shit yeah. out of those bikes, though. For they sure. had track hoes and cool hats too. bobcats and everything yeah. this week fixing the track yeah, up. Cool. You take these to the, take it to your Red we Grant? We'll make that a, a promotional giveaway, you know, top three in the mini oh, bike yeah. national. Mini bike national. You might get you a swag pack. So we have them. They're just unauthorized. Bro, we need to b- dust rolling across the road. No, we need to do a big one. It's solid. At your <laughs> new place. Okay, yeah, we can do that. They got the bucket hat. Obity Kabity Fab at Alberta, You throw that on and uh, you flip you that could up, be, you're breaking uh, bad now. You could be Eric Sermon. No, or you're Parrish breaking bad. Smith. You could be EPMD. I mean, I'm not trying to be. I'll be the EPWEMD, yes, the main event. All right, so. I mean, in concert. Really, not worrying about oohs and boos because we do work you really to make your body I, jerk. Yeah, you could pull that off. Yeah, yeah, to make I, your you girl want to leave you, man. Stop you flirting with the EWEMD. Stop. You Hey, so and so, some I mean, people I, listen. Some people have posted. Whenever I've posted some other stuff about the show, like, man, they don't really talk about this. That. No, we don't. We're not. No, the we're, goal is to barely talk moto. A little we bit. Do. It's, it's all moto based. Based. 
But yeah. like we all ride, you guys ride, we we we're around events, so yeah. we get all kind of different points of view that I feel like are, it's it's different. We're not we're not Steve, we're not uh uh main event moto, we're not even DMXS radio. So I think we're on the, little the races version. are covered. Everybody yeah. knows it's very yeah, world well supercross, Vince Freezy. Yeah, uh, he took your mom out. He yes. took everybody uh, in the front row. Really superintendent of the school system. You know, out. that was. That was pretty cool. I mean, I would wear this hat if yeah. I was willing to put a hat on this hair. I would wear, you know. <laughs> don't do it, Nick. Don't, don't, don't do it. No, don't do, do it. I've been instructed. Um, I love that the two guys, you know, they before him, they're just dogging him out, and they're all sitting there in a line together. You saw freeze. the interview. Yeah, you Sabachi saw the, and Freeze. Yeah, and the interview. Dino, yeah. I don't think. I think everything they say to him, they mean it. And I think he sits there and is like, man, the guys are kidding with me again. What? You guys but crazy. Imagine if your Travolta? job was to race motorcycles and you got this guy out there. He's basically like rolling in there trying to kill everybody. And you have to deal with him week in all and the week time, out. Dude. And we okay, all have so that now, guy. At this point, though, I will say this. At this point, you're enjoying the smooth sound. Oh, I right? can, please don't. I mean, I feel I'm like feeling it, dog. that's staying. It gets yeah. better and better. So, But I feel like if you're a racer like, and you know... If there's a inch of if you the daylight even shows through the crack of the door, you're about to get rocked. Yeah, you're getting hurt. So I mean, I mean, he's willing to break. They every did penalize part. him today. Like there's yes. multiple penalties. I think Mitchell Oldenburg got one, and then he got two for cutting the track. <laughs> he did a lot of shit. And he got a lot of activity in one weekend. That's I think a there's an idea the there for to uh, you know the the what is it, the the sphere of death or whatever at the, the fair. ball of yeah. death. Yeah, ball of death. They had that at uh, the round thing in V and D. Yeah, I think there's a pay-per-view. Kill people in that. Pay-per-view opportunity to put him, put and, him, him, in and, him and Barsha in there together. <laughs> no, Vince wins all, every time. I Vince is the like, best at this. I feel like Barsha wants to Barsha's stay Barsha's angry and wants to race and has a kid. Vince has nothing to live for. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> I'm ready to kill some people. <laughs> I want to kill professional day. motorcrossers. If, he, if, he, if you need one guy to assassinate someone on the track, He's a he's a hired assassin. Yeah, so you know all the times you've turned down money to go beat people up. Yeah, we were just talking about this. Freeze will take the money. Nick was offered somewhere in the two no to, names. two to no. five. I want two to five hundred dollar range, and I know the guy he's talking about to whoop somebody's ass <laughs> at, at a, a local night track. This is what we do in Georgia. Hey man, you gonna come up there? I got a guy in the B class. He ain't acting right. He cross jumps. He'll <laughs> saw your front leg off. You've let your front wheel off. This is a true story. Like it, Nick it has was, lived eight lives. It wasn't. I don't think it was premeditated. They got into it on the track. Yeah, and and his kid can't whoop nobody's ass happens, on dude. a bike with his hands. Can't do anything. So he went to Nick. Goes, hey, this dude looks like he could kill somebody. And Nick declined. Here's five Benjamins. It was kind of funny to me. I mean, he was he did it on the down low, like he was dead serious. Like he showed me the money. The he was like, and he's, he's like, he's about the shorts. That makes sense. Like, hey, hey man, yeah, I'll take. I got a hundred dollars in cash. Got, don't look. Some Uptons gifts. Honestly, Uptons. At that goodies. time in my life, that was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. We're talking <laughs> so, 25, 30, 30 years ago. But yeah, you, your 35. best thing was like, hey man. Are you gonna still pay me if I go over there and get my right behind <laughs> right. in kicked in? I was like, yeah. How do you know I'm gonna win the fight? Yeah. <laughs> what if I go over there? Yeah. Nick was talking about some stuff that he said that in the heat of the moment, like you know, when you get into an altercation, you're like, I wish I wouldn't have said that. I've said it one time to a family member where I called her a fat bitch, and I was like, oh man, I suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to apologize. I felt like crap. <laughs> so Kyle and Jeff Travis and another guy. 
were going up the East Coast, hitting some nationals, having the time of their life. They did, uh, they didn't do Troy, but they did Binghamton and Steel City and yeah. another one. They were on the road for like a month, Mount Morris, having a great time. And they were trying to get into a gas pump or whatever, and somebody cut right in. And this guy goes, this dude, he goes, man, move your car, you fucking cunt, like the c word. That's straight to. 8,000 RPM. That's right? with dudes. Straight to red line. Yeah, like Kyle's like, ooh, like everybody at the whole gas station. You can, you can say a lot of words. That word is strong. The me. other guy is the one run, saying this? Yes. Yeah, so I, I would just be hanging back. Yeah. Here we go. I'm not saying that. This is, no, However, they're probably right. in a diesel. There's probably two diesel pumps, and they're probably just trying to use the two diesel pumps, and some clown in a Civic pulls in there. I, that it, irritates me, I don't dude. think it was. Okay. I, I don't think any of these guys at the time had a diesel. It's just like, Because uh, if you're in a trailer, diesel truck, which makes it maneuvering a little bit. Yeah. More tricky. It means they got to have the end pumps, right? I mean, something like that. And the clown yeah. and the Civic. There you go. Oh, you got a, you got a rug here. Faster minis. No, rug. I think that's uh, it's a rug. It's a that's like ant, that's weed fabric for your like your garden. You know, you lay that down to keep Keeps the weeds. The weeds oh, out. A, a I'm kidding, but what no, is this? I want to see. It's this. a faster minis rug for your little pit bike. I want to see this. This is going to look cool. Give it to cool. your kids. And we'll use it for our studio whenever we get this. This thing is like built a scroll. Out. What if it's got instructions for the end of the like end of time? God and the scroll declares Vince Freeze, ruler of the <laughs> world. Shall not Crash take, people. Take Dean Wilson out. Dang, dude. Take Dean Wilson. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Thou shall not kill Dean, Dean yeah, Wilson. shall not kill Dean Wilson in the left hand. These guys got kids too. Abu Dhabi. Like Ken Roxon's all limping. Dean Wilson's limping. Savachi's. See like the bruise the, on Roxon's foot? Yeah, his foot barely works. Dude, that's it's beautiful. That like broke all to pieces. Yeah. Was it not broken? On, yeah. I, he raised that. I don't know, I don't but know. I think anytime, he's got a high pain tolerance. I think he's yeah, anytime that's right. that that's my foot has looked like that, it's been broken. It's broke. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's gnarly. Good thing. Well, so I don't know the the Trey Kennard podcast did happen. We did have a bunch of guns, so we did talk and to, knives and knives. So we were asked to take the knives, take the guns, put them away. But the thing about that, it's nice. Sure, yeah, but put the, them away. They don't know what we're dealing with out here. out here in the country. It's bad. Anything could happen. Dude. Yes. So I asked. I said, hey, I'll talk to legal HR and everybody else. I'll run it up the chain, see what they say. In the interim, Numchuck Swords, Chinese Stars. Those are on the table. Well, I'd like to at least All say right, that. Well, we, need, we don't need to let a I week mean, we're go We're in by. the woods up here. There could be a Yeti attack. There could be a man on a long gun <laughs> focused in on us right now for all we know. I ain't, I ain't dumping stuff off the table. <laughs> you are dumping. You just did. Well, that's what we but get we do have tag frames. But we do have uh, great sponsors that we want to keep. So we want to keep lever skins and helmet skins. So if that means we have to... I'm all about the potato skin. Legal, legal, uh, lever skins had a real problem with the uh, firearms. <laughs> we got a scathing email from <laughs> Tom at lever skins who is not happy. That's not the reputation but he's they looking should, to build. Listen... It was an opportunity for them. So what they should do is build a lever skins with knives. Yeah. Built in. What if you gun skin? Gun skin. Then we could have another sponsor. <laughs> so you could ha- put with, it on the handle. Your, your yeah, like your yeah. gat. You your could gat. have it. It would gat Stay, skins. You could make the gat match your outfit, and That's like right. it would blend in, and no, nobody the, would the know. The gat would look like a bunch of nickels and a hundred dollar bills, like the old goggles I had. Oakley yeah. goggles, sweet man. That'd be pretty sweet. Hologram gat. Dude. Hologram, Rips. hologram gat. I mean, I can't. So. I how many That's more just, rounds of the World Supercross are there? I don't know. They've done Probably like two. One? Like, is this a three-round world championship? I mean, it, it got reduced. It, there was talk of six, and then it went down. So Dude, I'm going to say, that yeah, track one was, or two I would more. rather have been and I would rather have been in Vegas at the U.S. Open. 
any. I, I think mean, that way was better built. Well, I think a, it was they better were built. Struggling. There was more people there in terms of quality riders, dude. That thing was legit. Did and that it, thing hold seven thousand people? I think that's the what Orleans. It they did it. The Orleans from no. There. I'm talking in Abu Dhabi. Oh, I, is that seven thousand. Are you telling me it's the best place in the world? It's the no, world. No, I'm not. And all the world. I could. I could. I'm in three hour. I'm a three hour shot from seven arenas. Better than that. Here. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're going to Birmingham. That's three hours. Yeah, you got Mercedes. You got the you one can go down to there Gwinnett in County. Macon. That thing's better. Yeah, yeah isn't the, the one in Macon, in Macon better? Yes, <laughs> you can go to Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, We're, we can go down to Tallahassee. Jacksonville is five hours. Like we are, we are within five hours of six arenas, and you're telling me but we have to get you, the Dobby. world is your canvas, and you can't come. I mean, I'm not dogging them. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but like, damn, dude. I'm sure there's probably some funds to bring your event there. That's how the the uh, MXGP works. That's why they end up in those weird countries for one or I know, two but rounds. At least you can put federation money. And you could put eighty thousand people there. Like, yeah. All right, man, we got six thousand people. I think coming. they had seven thousand for oh. real. And then they had to build it with like a broke down skid steer that was left in the desert. A from rubber the 90s. tire. Yeah, from the Iraq, from the Trail of Death. Whenever they blew. Yeah. Off. Yeah. And then a <coughs> mini X. I'm serious. No, that was their two pieces on. of equipment. It was not good. And I think those dudes had to put in major hours You're damn like, right. because the bucket size they is this big. They had a flatbed Chevy just to run in and out, just one scoop at you a time. You boys shovel this off every time I come in. <laughs> it don't even it don't lift. The articulation's broke. It don't articulate. Come on, the tickets dude. were probably like 800 apiece, too. <laughs> we got to make up. Look, there's 6,000 people here. You do yeah. the math. 6,000 times 1,000? I need to bring <laughs> in 4.2 million. So divide that by 6,000 people. I know people. we're giving them shit, but like, damn, dude, I, I put on races at, at little arenas, a muscle melt race we did. I couldn't imagine trying to uh, start a series. It'd be hard. Oh, it would to I navigate think all, the, a good all the factories and all the OEMs. Get but dudes the over battle there and to the break money, through, right. you're clawing through these little ledges. and Difficult, man. You got to push the money, though. I mean, I don't know. It, it, he did push some money. I mean, they're doing These it. teams took all kinds of funds that they never have had before, and then they just tried to hire, like, the cheapest guy. Not everybody, not every team, no. because obviously Roxon's there. And, but the others, they took that money and then was like, who, who, who will ride yeah, this for free? Kudos to Roxon, though, because when they got him – we didn't know what we were getting with him, and at that we point. didn't know he didn't. You know, know he, he was, was coming off. He was coming off injury. Nobody. He hadn't performed. You know, done anything since he had been hurt. He, everything he's done has been aces this year. He's bad. Like, yeah. He's done oh, nothing dude. but kick. And then he, yeah, quit, he quick, got quick on a Suzuki. They're like, "What?" And he goes, "All right, I'll kickstart that bitch and I'll win." And yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on, dude. Came out with only got it. He led. Popped into a few other races. Other than Jet, Jet. He led he's the only person more. to lead a lap other than Correct. Jet. Correct. Chase didn't even. I don't think Chase got a lap led. Or he did, and Roxon had more laps led. That's what it is. Jet won the mo- led the most laps. Roxon led the second most number of laps. With one race. One race. With one race. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, things were definitely. Dead serious. That's on a Fowler's facts idiot. somewhere. But who would have bet that? I mean, would... I might be wrong, but I'm pretty I sure. I hate that. Everybody's like. I'll, I'll prove these idiots wrong <laughs> in five seconds, because they hey. can tell we're. We're typing. Just for the and, and everybody hates keyboard warriors. So just for all those, know that we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the best no. thing you can do on a keyboard warrior is just move on. If, if we're wrong, just mention it to us when you see this at the track. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to do that. And uh, but they won't because they're like they're usually cool as crap. But like it's I don't know the worst of humanity comes out when they just sit down. The and keyboard brings it out, but in face to face, people would just walk up to you and be like, are, uh, "Are you sexy, Nick?" 
Yes. Nick and I'm has like, had that. You you had that this past. Both of y'all had no, this this No, nobody weekend. thought not, I was sexy, sexy Nick. No, no, that sexy Nick. Or what do we call him? Your, your fireball. Hey, Watkins. sugar fireballs, balls. John. Fireball, fireball Watkins. Watkins. And that is sexy. Sugar balls. Sugar Blackman. balls. Blackman. <laughs> we, uh, John and I went on a Jeep ride this weekend in different Jeeps. Um, yeah, it wasn't just us. <laughs> reverse cowgirl G ride. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to steer when you I pack me in between John. the wheel and Nick. <laughs> and then John's looking at me like face to face, going, "Be careful, man! Don't go any." <laughs> yeah. Let me know if I need to hold on Drive tighter. Safe, Nick. just move your head. But so y'all went riding the other day, and somebody literally said these words. I've never. In my life, had someone go, "Are you sexy, Kevin?" <laughs> no, no. Hey, you never know, happened. you know the answer to that. So no, hey, but, you, but you had that. It was a dude. It did happen and with his family. Yep. Oh my. Hey man, are hey, you sexy, wh- Nick? My, he brought the wife and kids. Let's go meet sexy Nick. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> it was so awesome. Good. Yeah, it that's was awesome. awesome. Good people. Good moto yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, really good. That's are you cool. sexy, Nick? I said. I, I love the nickname. I think it's funny. They I, said I they could tell it was sexy, Nick, not only voice. from the visuals, but Pipes. from the voice. Pipes. Like I knew as soon as I heard that those vocals. And when I seen Look him, almost said, I told plugs. you that was him. <laughs> the way he almost fouled plugs like all the way around the track. Yeah. That's a lie. I'm the guy. No, you said he. He's Nick is a good rider. He just doesn't act like he is. Well, he just doesn't want to go take the crazy chance like me. Like I'm not. There's a good nothing rider, to gain from no, taking chances not when you're 50 grown. Or yeah, yeah. With a successful business, kids are out of the house. You're. We no. got things to do after lunch yeah. when we get done riding. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> living, but, living is one of them. Yeah. yeah. Moving my arms, legs. That's one of them too. You know, it was awesome though it, it, to see people. Out that that have listened to the show. That that's was pretty cool. cool. That's no, pretty it's cool. cool. And if you guys seriously, if you do want a single one sticker, sticker, one just circle the sticker that you want. This one. and cut out the ad and yeah. mail it in. Yes, yes. Remember those Back days? Off. Yes, dude. I <laughs> wanted those so bad. Who's bad? Yeah. There was all kinds of good that poster that was there. always sold out. Like why? Why are you putting it? Why up there? Hannah Unadilla stepping off? I got that bitch downstairs. Cabin. I know, but you remember it was hard to get. You, for no, a while. it said sold out. I got a Dick Burleson on the rocks. Of magazines that said it's got a circle with a you ain't getting this shit. What was why that? not? <laughs> why can't print it? Print You're printing it in here. It's, it's sold you out. You got the picture right there. It's yeah, sold you, out. You make it bigger. <laughs> Listen, Sell that thing. Dude. What were the quotes? It was Dick Burleson on the rocks. Do you remember these quotes? We that, don't give a damn how you do it on the West Coast. No, was that one of them? That was yeah, the East Coast. But Cyclamate. there was, but but there was an, the, all the posters you could pick. One was Dick Burleson on the rocks. I don't remember that one. And then I it's Hannah right Unadilla. It was like stepping off, stepping off out of gravity cavity or something. A GP or but something. But they all had quotes, and I memorized that junk. All you moto guys listening, that just makes me think about, you know, the people of motos that are our age, how you had to wait to find yes. out what happened anywhere, oh, any races. God, we like, didn't know forever, You right? had to wait on the, the cycle news to come out and to create, like, we're so far behind other sports with that kind of stuff. One nine hundred moto. My mom would be like, "What is this? What are these charges, Kevin?" So Kyle last did it. night in San Diego, and <laughs> yeah. the just qualifiers, to keep you I'm on like, the no, line. Give me the main event. <laughs> qualifier day, qualifier one. Like no, but that's because it's by the minute, yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. So they're reeling in this. Starting in fortieth place in our day qualifier. No. Jim Neese. <laughs> no, we're working our Bringing way. up the back end of this Could one. Could you just tell me if Jeremy won? And we'll just shoot to a quick uh, interview. <laughs> that was the answer the whole time. One, one, whatever oh, that. He won all of them. 
Yeah. What was it called? One nine hundred moto or something? Yeah, it was either one nine hundred moto or one eight hundred moto. Yes. But the answer was always Jeremy during yeah, that during entire time. Save yourself. Yeah. Save yourself the time. <laughs> so I guess we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up Art Ekman. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. I, I was. Uh, I spoke to David Bailey. I want to get David on. He's super wants to be on, but he's got some serious body uh, issues right now. The he's got some rash stuff going on. So he's super tore up. It's he like was a, he was going to do it. He was going to man up and do it because I said, David, if you if you're not Filling up to it, and he goes. Yeah, I, I would rather give art he's in a lot the of attention. Pain. Yeah, he's in a lot of pain. He, the, the attention and focus that he deserves, so I can articulate what I want to say. Because he sent me this long message. You read it. Yeah. Like, it's my God, he inspiring. Yeah, he, he loved. He, he said it was his art. longest teammate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That's who he worked with the longest. They Pretty were the cool. boys. They were. They were. I mean, I don't think anybody would disagree. They are David. Davy Coombs in the pits. Davy Coombs amazing. Yep. And then uh, Bailey, Bailey and Ekman. Come on, man. I think, and I, and I even said this a minute ago. But now, it's Dave like, Despain and Larry Myers were yeah, they were awesome. phenomenal. Like, they were. I'll put them toe to toe with them, but, but David they're kind of the same guy. With Art knew how to tee up David, correct? So properly over and over, and you know, for anybody that's our age, David Bailey was the epitome of motorcycle riding ability and knowledge. Yeah, and knowledge, and he's a big fan of the sport, so he. His brain remembers everything about the sport. So yeah, some I can't remember who said it, but they, and this has always stuck with me. They say David Bailey because when you watch a race, you will learn how to ride a motorcycle. Like he would say things yeah. like, the way he's standing wait on the balls of his feet, pad. he's doing this, yeah. he's doing that, and like he, they said he gets a channel we all don't get. He's he's letting you in on this channel. He'll tune it up here for you and let you see what is really what it really like, takes oh, to go that fast properly. So good, right? Yeah, so damn pretty good. pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I've always been a huge fan of his, obviously, but. From a racing standpoint, but what he's done after his, you know, motorcycle career or was yeah, great guy too. Yeah, you well, know, we did that uh, first, like probably I don't know the first time I met him or what the mini moto with, with you. No, we did a Charity thing. Uh, no, Red Bull in Daytona the one time. Remember we did a show oh, yeah. down there on Main Street. Huh? it was it was a Red Bull we thing. Tr- we went all the way down to Main Street at Daytona. so that you could get amongst your customers. Yep, and we drove down there. We literally drove down there. All these dudes with huge beards and did tattoos. Did it and came right back home. Yeah. Didn't even stay the night. I was oh, worse than that. I went to the auction down there for two days. Went there. At the car sick. auction. And then, like, that was the most dangerous sleep drive I've ever done <laughs> was after that show with Bailey. He's my, like, man, my, that's a long straightaway. I think I could just, just set the cruise. <laughs> the longest drive that I got, I went to school on a Friday my senior year. Did the whole deal at school, and then me, Brian Johnson, my buddy, that was our producer yeah, here producer forever. producer for DMXS. And then another guy, Bill Paul, who sat in the back. He goes, I can't hear anything. Bill Paul would just say, I, I don't know what you guys are saying. And he, was, he sounded just like that. And that's what the like show's that. about, though, so, is trying to let him hear. But he goes, what is this King Frog? Like He just kept asking that because we were going to Florida. <laughs> the King Frog would tear the rear doors off your van if you ain't careful. 75, you know, down 75 South. I know Ryan. exactly where it's at. It about <laughs> we tore the rear signs. door off the van there. I know King all about Frog. it. Okay, so... Anyway, we're, we get I get off of school, drive all night. Well, I wait a little while, then we drive ten o'clock at night for whatever reason. Then we go well, we all the way in, real tired, all the way into Orlando, watch the Orlando Supercross. <laughs> then we drive right back home. Never slept. Drive all the way home to Bremen so we could get there for a race so Brian could race. And I had to work, I had to announce. Dang it, dude! So by the time it was Friday morning, Saturday, yeah. all the way to Sunday night before we slept. That That's is how terrible, dumb we were. man. But Joey Casey would do the same thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he they, would go all the way to Florida to get his magazines and then come all the way to like Troy, Ohio to hand on a out. Friday to flip them out. Yeah. And when people would say no, it was it always blew my mind. He'd go, hey, man, you want a free motocross magazine? No, I don't want that. No, I'm at a motocross track. Why would I want a free junk. motocross magazine? Yes. They're like, I'm like, 
You don't want a free. Meanwhile, awesome. I would be like, I'm gonna read every inch and of this. Twenty seven times. If yeah. they would have, it was awesome. Yeah. The it was stupid awesome. shit he put in there was amazing. I literally think I would have like every month have dirt bike, dirt rider, and, Racer X, yeah. and, Racer. and before even before Racer X and Motocross Action, probably memorized. You know what I mean? Sure. Like you read the Waiting whole thing. Waiting on that next one. Yeah. You just keep reading it. every. That was our cell phone. Dude. Right? Yeah. I mean, you just sit there every day at breakfast and read that thing. That, right. or I always, right. we had like, you know, you had your big console TV like in the. That weighed 9,000 pounds with yeah. handles on the side. And I never <laughs> sat on a couch. I would just lay on the floor and read magazines. Yeah. In front Loved of the. It. Saved the every one time. of them things. I got, this is a crazy thing. So my grandparents never knew anything about motocross. 1985 for Christmas, my grandmother gets me a subscription to Motocross Action. December or January of 86 is what it says on the cover. And it's got a 125 Honda and Kawasaki next, side by side doing some shootout business. Like I can remember that cover. It burned a hole like in my brain, yeah. you know. And same way, like Art's voice, Art Ekman on the yeah. on the broadcast. There are certain races, you know what happened, and you can remember what he said. Mm-hmm. The checkers for Jeremy McGrath. Like he was yeah. He was so into it, and uh, he was like, it wasn't his first primary sport because the guy did everything. But man, he he owned it. Like he was so yeah. good and so uh, his genuine. he was money. His, his voice was just money too. I mean, so professional. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It sounded legit. I mean, yeah. for real. He announced a uh, a bass tournament, fishing tournament in 1980, and my brother was fishing, and my brother got second, and it, the the winner got like 50 grand or something crazy. My brother ended up with a lot of money and for second place. But I just I remember Art's voice, and this was yeah. probably before I ever heard him do a moto race because that was Larry Myers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Era it was Larry Myers 80s. all the way in the eighties for sure. And then he was a live host. later, I'm like, dude, that's the guy from the Bass Tournament. Of course, he was on our news. Yeah, he was our news guy. Like I yeah. just remember that was my it was Guy Sharp, and Ken Cook, and then like I know who's Channel Five, but like and then Art, Art Eckman. Yeah, Channel that's news. that's people that weren't from Atlanta don't know that he was literally like just our a normal news evening news, news guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. You know uh, when when you'd have a snow day and you'd you'd get up early and turn on the news Come and you'd want to see. Please say my county is closed. Can you be waiting? <laughs> well, Guy Sharp's doing the announcements one you morning, suck, guy. and they're filming him, and he was pretty old, man, because yeah. he worked until he was ninety. I Kid guess. Kid lived in my neighborhood. He fell off the stool Come and on. never. You, if you were dead, if you were blind, you'd never. And know. all you did was hear Polk, and he's on the floor. <laughs> He climbs back up and you see him adjust his stool and get back in. His voice never even flinched, dude. It was the great. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a pros, mama, come look, you ain't gonna believe this. Yeah, but you know what? Back then, nobody ever saw it again. No, you couldn't rewind it. Replay, no, right? It was over. (laughs) You couldn't. I don't know that Art fell off the bench though. That dude was a professional. I mean, like we we need to and we need to do our our part and get Larry Myers on. And I, I don't want to say before he passes, but like this shit, like those dudes are getting old. It matters, man. Dude, it does. Those... I want to, I want to tell their stories and let yeah. them tell their stories. Hell, and... We're getting old. Everything, you know, they're getting old. But we're you get them old. on, and they, and they're they're like, why am I here? Like I don't need to be here. Like they think it's like it's funny they don't feel relevant, no, but dude, for us, you are. There's there is a... a visual memory that goes with their Dave voice. Despain, Larry Myers, Art Ekman. I was thinking about all... being old today, and I was thinking. Okay. He was I'm, thinking about it. He's like, not yet. I'm no, prob- he, he's fought it off. I ain't going to do just, it yet. He just flexes real hard and knocks <laughs> well, listen, off five years. I'm probably, 41. I'm not going to, I'm not probably not going to get any faster, year. right? So the, you might. You, the, you got the best advice you ever got from Grant Hoffman and Tyler Bowers. <laughs> I did. That was great. They, they, they were like, <laughs> we're the track. He said, 
are you jumping that table? Are you clearing that tabletop? And I said, no, not yet. And he goes, why? I That's said, great advice. Just do it. I guess because I'm not going fast enough. And he said, okay, well, go faster. See? There it is. Right there. There's your tuition. Stop. Paid for, son. Yeah. Like, that was Perfect. good. Great advice. So you were thinking about, like, I don't want to get old or what well, were you Well, no, I'm saying. Just don't so, get old. Just say that. No, just I just say, hey, have Nick, to. Don't get old. I have to just stay healthy. So as I age, and I like all you guys that are finishing in front of me now and the, the 50 I'll see plus you over 85, bitches. Yeah, but as Where they start. I'm coming. Hey, <laughs> every 30 year point. Every time somebody our age dies game. off, boom, that's I one less every spot. T- all boom. you do, as soon I as somebody dies. It's a battle of attrition here, folks. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the long game here. It's I'm, funny, though, because you could, you could like take the results and you could be like, he's, 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 sure. ha- he's been having heart problems. Oh. And you could like make a mark Look and what he's be eating. like, what an idiot. This guy. He ain't never seen a vegetable. He's always eating pancakes. No, I get their, I got all their. But he gives them like pork rinds. Hey, man, here, you want some chips? Have some pork rinds. Before the, before the moto, I send them all Red like Bull? yeah. I've been sending them all like cocaine and yeah stuff you know stuff that'll really help help their lives. Cocaine filled Twinkies. Oh yeah, see, and a lot of people don't know. No, that's they just think oh, Nick. So likes we'll see because Loretta's Loretta's keeps inching, and some of the other races I've been to, they keep the fifties, the fifty fives, the sixties. When they, I mean, it's gonna be Loretta. You'll the world be 80 vets years had old. some eighty year olds. Yes, on the, and yeah. I have seen eighty year olds die. At vintage races. By the time I'm 80, I'll just lean over the bars and ride off the side and tip over. And Barry Higgins, they had a heart attack. So sooner or later, as people die off, I will be into the trophies. I mean, you know, I'll be a podium guy. You'll be into the trophies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to win. Everybody. I mean, we don't want to claim. There's got to be somebody out there that's not going to die before me, but. I'm gonna but be that's there. a valid strategy. And Dude, I didn't think about that. That's something you ought to fire back just at Tyler Bowers. Just, just don't even ride. Just like just you call Grant healthy, Hoffman don't, don't and Tyler, myself. and you just say, yeah. "Say, hey man, I hear you on this going faster thing." How about but I, I kind of? How about like, I just go longer? Yeah, yeah. What if I just keep Stay riding alive? I flex off a couple of five years every time. <sighs> you see pieces I, just flaking off, Nick. I also think when it's skin, boom, that's a year right there. Everything goes electric. It's going to be better for me too because I think part of my problem. Is it's not the speed that bothers me. It's just that loud motorcycle scares the shit out yeah. of me. He's revving that hard. He's uh, turning over the airplane. Go around, <laughs> you loud motorcycle. I don't like all this. The loud motorbike. You it, always knew somebody called it a motorbike. No, that's good too. Or even a dirt bike. If you're deaf, must be real. the older you get, the d- you're going to be deaf. So acclimate yourself now to not being able to hear motorcycles. Yeah, you'll be like, yeah. am I even going fast? I ain't heard fast? a bike in 20 years. Nick's just got that thing pinned back. I don't I think I'm tell. going that fast. You're doing 81 miles an <laughs> hour. I don't hear anything. It doesn't not make feel any like noise. Yeah. Everything's smoothing out. Damn. Everything's good. Uh, yeah. Solid. I got the, 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 I mean, I'm telling you, I'm in for the long game. They did have some plus 80 riders. So if you make it to that, I guarantee you could podium the podium the, the World Vet Championship. But if they do Glenn plus Helen. 80, I want them to stop. Barry like, Higgins will be tough. To yeah, be, because I don't, want, I don't want it to be like 80 plus and nothing above that because I don't want to have to compete with – like when I'm 80 – and Barry's 173. <laughs> I don't want to have to compete with Barry. What if Barry smokes if you and he's Barry, 173 in the 80 class? If, he can, if he's alive, he will always be. Here's another he problem I got. I saw always. the other day Greg Reed's riding. I saw him God riding a dirt bike it. the other day. Yeah, How old is he? He's like 107 now. Yeah, so he's, Barry's got 71 years old. And so I'm going to have to contend with him. And then he's going to be battling with Barry. He's going to have a. Can you pay so, somebody to beat Greg Reed's yeah. ass? Yes, that's a good idea, uh, Nick. All I those dollars him. you brought in, no, Greg yeah. Reed's awesome. You could I'm give them teasing. back to the community. There's people like, man, Greg Reed is royalty, and I know Greg is awesome. I'm, yeah. He, hey, but another but good thing I is I want Nick to win, dude. Exactly. The funny thing that's is, all this is I'm about. I think Nick. we talked about this before. 
One time, uh, see, that's another reason we need our weapons. See, Some, the dog's right. barking. Something's going on. Something bad's going to happen if something comes through this window. Yeah, something happens. By you'll God. see it live. Um, something happened to Barry's bike or something. I don't know, and I don't want to Greg to beat my ass if, if nothing happened. He beat him straight up. I just don't know that he did. And so I think it was at Bremen. He like Greg beat Barry one time. In a moto and went and got a shirt made. I beat Barry Higgins. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you beat Barry Higgins, you no should get No matter how it. you did it, I don't There care. should be some shirts, right? Hey, I don't have a shirt. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no, nobody nobody do. Do. About six people do. I can remember jumping jumps being like, I'll start reeling him in here because I'm jumping everything. Slide that over a little bit. No, I just wanted to not fall off. Go ahead. Oh, good. you don't like it? On precari- precariously Precariously close. on the edge. It's but got yeah, a top on it. Though. I was jumping every jump, and I was decent at the time, and I'm like, Man, he's pulling away from me, and he ain't jumping. No. Why is that? How is that possible? If there was a jump, if there was a track with, like, no jumps, there's a lot of dudes in trouble. The back track at Monster, he killed everybody. I had a... They had a couple of little singles or whatever, but man, he could corner like crazy. I remember when we were young, and he was probably only, like, 73 at the time. In, right in the third. So it's about a hundred years ago, yeah. and you, y'all had that hair scramble out of Bremen. Oh, you can forget that. On other Alan Gravitt got first, and then Barry Higgins got and second, probably. Dukes yeah. was like Sean Dukes was like giving it every holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> now Barry's like, come on, yeah. And he Barry, honest to God, Barry is probably in his fifties at that time. Yeah, yeah. no, he had no joking been, around. Yeah, no doubt. And so no, he still got. I mean, he had some mad speed. And Sean was a. Had points at the super and motocross. Yes. Like he had a top one hundred number. Yeah, and this guy would give him the, some shit in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I, granted, I know they're on race by like a motocross matter. versus whatever. Like still, the yeah, guy's but it usually way translates older. a yeah, little. Should be right, right. Yeah, it didn't matter. Scott, he's got a trailer board that's nine hundred years old and will wear you out. It's yeah. seasoned, if you will. It's a five Scott, like an old two. skillet. You know what I mean? Them old trailer boards just get seasoned. Yeah, like a frying pan. Look yeah. at, yes, you've been cooking in Things it for are, years. Just I, more I, delicious. I tell a, a story, like a true story. Like I did not know that tire had been flat for I don't know how long. No tube. <laughs> That's because it's flat ten as ply sidewall. Yeah, yeah, it was hard as hell. And your skinny tail. And you cannot get it off. I weighed one hundred pounds. They you, come with a hacksaw blade. Yeah, yes, that's how you remove it. It's like, the here's tire. your tire and hacksaw blade. Yeah. Eight-foot yeah. tire tool hanging off of it like a set of <laughs> monkey bars. Trying to take a tractor You're over there with a ratchet off. strap trying to pull the tire well, tool. And it's going to lift someone to kill some guy <laughs> flying in the air. Thing just ejects. <laughs> and, oh, man, I lost my tar and rim. I killed that guy. That was my, my new dang tar and rim. Look up, We're look changing up trellibors. Those are things. Solid. God almighty. Oh when plastic. you see an old YZ465 Don't buy that motorcycle. It, that's what's on back of it, though. Take that wheel and, and you got to buy new wheels. Yes. Yeah. If you ever shop old vintage bikes and there's one that's original, it'll have we a 5.2 tra- <laughs> Trello Borg. We on. saw a Trello Borg at Mid Ohio Vintage Days. Remember? <laughs> of course we did. You could, there anything you ever Barry Higgins to see? sold them and we bought KTMs from him. Kyle had KTMs. And my dad and my dad was smart. My, like my dad owned a Cowley dealership. He goes, and we're buying our tires from Barry because I'm going to buy you one tire ever. <laughs> and you're going to put that That ought to get there. you through. And if you hey. put it on on a summer day about 113 degrees and put a blowtorch on it, we'll barely get really that bitch on there. Really soften it up. Don't even put a tube on it. You don't need a tube. Just you had to buy a gym good. membership. No tube. Right. You had to buy a gym membership. We went membership. to Racket World yeah. for, to get for a the year. Sauna. Yeah. No, yeah. You had to get oh, the, to get the sauna you usage. You leave the tire in the sauna overnight. point. And then you can put it on. Barely. never... See, and that's why I had so much trouble. I didn't buy the gym membership when you, I got. Have you ever tried to put one? Have you ever had a trailer board? I've cut one off of the hacksaw. That ain't even a joke. <laughs> and the that's not a joke. I rode that flex. bitch without a tube. I, 
without any air in it for I don't know how long. And I said, just leave that thing in there. You, you can't use ruin the same it. tire for three bikes. You ride new bikes every year. You just, just keep taking change trouble. that wheel. Take the wheel. Yeah, take we the tire. Taking the tire off the wheel. Get a chisel, hammer, chisel, and put things. some new. It's like who built this for what? Alan Gravett ran them things. He runs them. My God, he was really fast. Very fast in the woods. Double A. Yeah, you would. Let me tell you, until you go to a race like you guys had at that time, you had no concept of what a double-A rider in the woods was. Oh, they had disappeared so quickly. <laughs> that's and they true. would go through gaps Listen, that were this wide. Like, 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 that was my exact – like you saying that, that was my exact <laughs> description the first time that happened to me. And I think like Randy Hawkins and Rodney Smith came by me in the woods. Oh. And – I, somebody stopped. They said, well, "Did you try to watch them?" I said, "Watch them, hell!" <laughs> I said, <laughs> "In like there was no there watching. are no trees. It's like in watching a dude go down seconds, red bud. Like, yeah, like, it was like they were abducted by aliens. There's not even yeah, you dust couldn't even anymore. hear them anymore. I couldn't even right? hear them anymore. They were gone. Like uh, it, it happened so fast. Barry Hawk passed me like that one time. I'd never got to ride near any other real pro riders or yeah. whatever. But I was like, "Well, I'll just try to stay with him for half a second. And there is, it's impossible." You never seen anything. They're like, gone. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Scott Summers riding that Freightliner with XR six hundred. It was decals a Kenworth, on you jerk. Ken, Kenworth, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I mean, flying. But that was the, the guy woods. up there at Upper Cumberland, XR six fifty. Talking oh, yeah. about I was I'm an old has been, and you know, and he he was eventually proving himself worthy of of being a has been. Oh, he was. There was, there was a, we were up there in the woods and I, I, we talked about this last show. We were, we were up in a ride in Tennessee, which is very, very mountainous, right? So those guys, we, we, I mean, this group of guys passed us and I thought, well, we'll follow them for a little bit and see where we want to go and then we'll go on and leave them. Cause these guys did not look like the, I mean, they look like beginners and yes, gear, everything, gear, about them. body type, everything. <laughs> These, it's the guy in the 5K with the stroller pushing twins. Yeah, they were you on an mountain goats. I mean mountain goats. So we got to this one section where, like, you came off a fire road, and it was, a, a like, I mean, a short but super steep, steep uphill. Like a, I mean, kind of bounce up over the top of it. And we got to the top, and we're sitting around. And I'm looking around for another trail, and I was like, John, did that guy just ride that XR650 up that? Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. yes, he did. Because we were struggling on what we were on, and it weighed a third of what he's, I, his I mean, bike. I was amazed. I Like, he was riding an, those mountain goats up in Tennessee. I, they He rode a tiara. six. Huh? Something stinked to y'all. <laughs> no. I don't, Something I don't smell know. like doo-doo scoops up in hell. Oh, man. You he smell was, doo-doo scoops. Let me take a whip. He rode up some stuff that I would have said was impossible I on that XR. Anything. All right, we're good. Is that some kind of? Are you? No, like, I'm. I, I, you think something smells? I just took a shower because I know no. I got twelve percent improvement I need to make. So I took a shower. I put smelly good lotion on my face. Okay. I put conditioner in my hair. Like I'm trying to provide a good scent. I don't. I mean, I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but when we rode, uh, John and I rode Saturday. And he hasn't taken a shower since. No, he don't, I, know, I, he don't know if it has anything to do with I it. I did take your mic cover and kept it in my shorts while we rode. <laughs> Dude, that thing will hold your junk. <laughs> it's really still. I didn't thought it was. We had a we had a uh, you know a theory about it that a sponge would help in there, 
So I soak up all the goodness. So what you're smelling now, son, is sugar. Man, the juice is just smelling now is sugar balls. Sugar Sugar balls, balls, dude. And and you know, you don't think about how much juices there are, but when you wear one of these when you're riding, squeeze it out when you're done. And then we didn't even squeeze it out. We let it air dry in the sun. Cool. We let it just ride. What's up, dude? Is it Brett or BJ? What are we doing? It's Brett. Oh, (laughs) why can't it be BJ? I mean, you can call me whatever you want, but on the air, let's go with Brett. All right. Fair enough. It is Brett Smith. But it used to be BJ. We're live, baby. We're doing it. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What show show is it? Who who am I talking to? Just, Just... Somebody's going to come into your house in a minute and put a blindfold over you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear the van pull up. Get in. No, I've got my buddy this Nick and John. You don't know. They're from Georgia. They know you. They run around our circles forever. And mm-hmm. I think Nick John has talked to you probably at some point. Yeah, some what? point. I don't remember when or where. They're motocross royalty. You just never heard of them. They're the best friends you've never had. Oh, I love it. Yeah, So man. find comfort in that. Yeah. So, anyway, they're both they can they're retired basically. They get to mess around and have fun ride. They do dumb stuff. They have nine hundred different motorcycles for any type of. Be like, man, it's windy out there today. I got the windy version <laughs> of the KX five hundred. Like they have every motorcycle you need for any event. Perfect. Yeah, one of those guys. So, uh, so we we've kind of dabbled in some of the Art Ekman stuff, and obviously you worked with him. That's why I wanted to talk to you. You told me last night, you know, when it was all kind of coming down the pipe. So I just wanted to have you on to uh, give Art his proper, uh, you know, do. And I, I talked to David, and obviously you did too, and he's a little under the weather, so we're going to push that back a little bit till he's a little more healthy. He he was going to do it, dude. He was going to do it in a bunch of pain and just, you know, whatever, but he wanted to give Art his proper uh, respect and attention so he could articulate everything that he had to say about him. God, the guy's a soldier. He is, dude. Yeah, he's like, he's tough. Bailey. He is. What a, what a trio, though, man. I, I, those three guys were pretty incredible. You, and I told David, I said, dude, I it's rare that I know when I'm in the good old days. Like, but I knew this is the deal. This ten year stretch or whatever is magic right now. The racing, the riders, you guys are epic. It's all just perfect right now. Yeah, it is. We, are we seriously live right now? Like you're doing dude, this? I mean, yeah, yeah. we on, hate man. to break it to you, but we this are. is as live as it can <laughs> this get. This is how we do it. Yes. <laughs> get, All right. Come on, man. You know, get, like you, going you back. Guys, to... you, guys, you guys are a loose program. Okay. Yeah. Right. You right. should see it. There's bolts and junk laying in the floor. It's loose. We're, yep. Okay. No, let, me, let me get with it. Let me get with it. Okay. So I can go back. And why are we the professionals here, Brad? Can we send makeup over and wardrobe and. I just got done doing homework, uh, fourth grade homework with my kid, and I have to reteach you myself. You sound much stuff, older than this. Stuff. He does sound older. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, math gets hard when, when all you do is look at words all day. You forget how to do things. Especially right? now, yeah. they're like, hey, add 10 and then subtract 2. Draw a square and put four little blocks. Yeah. And we're You're like, what the heck, man? Who came common up with this? Common core is not It's not very common. It doesn't work for me. No. The school my kid goes to, they want you to learn all, all the ways. So you learn like five different ways to do math, which is cool, right? Because not everyone knows how to rail the route the same way. That's fair. It's That's fair. The other Solid. person, right? Like we all are, we're all going to do things our own specific way. But remember when we were kids, like <laughs> this is the this way. Is it. You I'm going to hit you with a ruler if you don't it. do it that way. Yeah. yeah that, Gary Bailey you was your teacher. You don't get it. Quack. 
Yeah. Exactly. That's a great point. I've never thought of it that way. Although all every, all four of my kids, all both stepchildren and mine, they did not respond well to accept the old fashioned, just banging in your head, memorize it, be done with it. But I know there's some other ways of learning, so I get it. I mean, not everyone succeeds with Alden Baker, right? It's just, no. he's not for everybody. Sure. Not everyone wants to work exactly like he wants his writers mm-hmm. to work. So good point. Um, okay. I, now that I realized that we are live, like, <laughs> what have you guys talked about so far about art? So we don't, uh, I mean, really not tweed much. Blazers, tweed, bla- tweed blazers and a with leather arm jacket pads. with uh, at all Elbow times. Pads. Yeah. So he always had a blazer, always had did, a jacket. Did you him. read what, did you read Weigand's uh, post this afternoon no. about no. getting picked up when he was going down to do those GNCC shows? Yeah. So art and Weigand worked together for one season of the GNCC series, what? the Grand National Cross Country Championships. Yeah. I was working there. At wow. The time. Um, yeah. So I was probably. Hey, can we reset? I want to make sure everybody thing. knows. Can you kind of paint the picture of what, like, this was the El Cajon of motocross, supercross announcers and just what was happening. Like, nobody knows that, but like this area, you know what I mean? Where you, where you were and what you were part of Motor World and Loose yeah, Hills. South of Atlanta, North of Atlanta, almost all of the motorcycle television programming in the country was produced in Marietta, Georgia, and Peachtree City, Georgia. So and of crazy. course, DMXS Radio was in, uh, what was that city? Lithia Douglasville? Springs. Just yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. So just west of Atlanta. Um, what a hotbed of, <laughs> yeah, it was the El Cajon of media. Right. Uh, of, of TV and radio media in the entire country. Uh, Seals Communications in the south, Chet Burks Productions in the north. And at the time, Seals Co. was doing Motor World on ESPN2. A lot of hunting and fishing shows and the grand national cross country championships and it was the second year that they were doing it i was the producer i was a field reporter so we'd go to all the races wygant was working at racer productions and so he came in and he was i guess i guess he would have been the color commentator <laughs> which is funny right yeah Wygant, yeah his lack of skill well uh, jason if you would tell me what these riders are thinking i don't know i can't imagine yeah. it's awesome <laughs> Holy so he got to shit, sit in the booth scary. with art and, and you know what an experience for uh, a you know a then very young man like just trying to get his feet wet and and broadcasting gets to work with art Ekman. Yeah. i did I mean, not know i did and, not know and we are dear friends i did not know they worked together that's awesome yeah one one season of gncc and i would have been in the booth with the on the other side probably running the uh, equipment yes um, anyways wygant was telling a story about how like this dude picks me up in his Lexus, right? He doesn't have to, but the airport's on the way. He stops and picks me up, and he tells the story of, like, the three jackets hanging in the back, which is so Art Ekman. Yes. There was a dinner jacket. There was a, what, like, you guys are just laughing about, like a tweed jacket probably with some patches for yeah. things got a little, Elbows. Uh, <laughs> little casual but not too formal. And then there was the bomber jacket that yeah. Art could pull off if, if it was time to look cool. And I just love that little story from from Wigan. I thought that was so special. It was just it painted art in just a couple of sentences. It was beautiful. Um that's pretty gangster. The three jacket I, thing at all times. Yeah. That that's pretty good. I, I have I haven't been able to go through all the stories that people have told on the the We Went Fast Instagram account. Um I found out about art's death last night um from some old TV buddies. Um I'm friends with all the guys who were like the OGs of dirt bike television, Scotty Mack, Dan Walsh, Chet Burks, 
Larry Myers, uh, Kevin and I share a special relationship with Larry Myers. Um, so all of those guys, Chris Bond, they, they, Thomas Lanahan, I think Thomas was the one who let me know, uh, Hey, I think, I think, I think Art has died. What do you know? We reach out to some other guys and they confirmed it. And, um, I'm like, it it was like late last night. I want to go to bed. I'm heading, I actually came down to the office to like, just shut the lights off. And I get that news. I'm like, Hmm. all right, we have to, we have to do something, right? Like, I had that one photo, dude. That the photo that got posted was so epic. I've been hanging on to that because I mean, art's getting old, right? Like, I'm like, that's that's. This sounds so morbid, but like, that's the photo. That's the photo. So like, I I knew where it was immediately, but I'm like, well, what do I do? Like, I can't post. I can't post a photo of Art Ekman. That, that doesn't do anybody. That doesn't do anything for anybody. I'm like, but what? I can't sit here and spend the entire night like looking up every bar to bar call. <laughs> <laughs> from his like 12 to 15 year history in the sport like well, what could we do what could we do i'm like the guy called ricky carmichael's first supercross win he called jeremy mcgrath last supercross win yeah right like the last lap of the last lap of mcgrath's last victory was just freaking epic and i am too they're just carmichael's hounding mcgrath mcgrath's holding him off and I mean, if you're if you didn't get goosebumps watching listening to that, just listen. Know, Art's know. voice trans- yeah. translates beautifully. That that yeah. clip is freaking. Yeah, it gives you goosebumps. Oh, yeah. I listen yeah. to it. So today. not the video. We don't need to hear the video, right? The whole objective was to see the photo, close your eyes, and yeah. just let that soak in, like feel it. Yeah. Last lap, A two. So it's funny though. Uh, anyways, a lot my of your... point. My point. Sorry. No, go ahead. My point for bringing it up is I, the the instant and emotional and visceral response from the fans was overwhelming, mm-hmm. and I haven't been able to go through like all the response, all the memories that people are sharing. There's just so many of them, and uh, it's incredible. Like he he put an identity, an audio ID on the sport for so many people. Like when they see a dirt bike from the 90s they instantly start hearing art's voice right <laughs> that's true yeah you've got all these memories in your they're visual memories in your head and and the audio is with it for these epic moments where you can remember a picture or whatever or video clip or whatever the sound is with it because art was so so and epic. it corresponds to a time in supercross when it took its next step when jeremy comes to the stage art is there to capture it and take us all with him on this ride, which is just the perfect timing of art and MC together. Like, I mean, the best to ever do it. Yeah. Uh, what a what a uh, what a sandwich, right? Art and David and McGrath Get were what the sport needed at that time. Like, they were the perfect people at the perfect time. You know, you think about it and listen to some of the clips today. You know, it, I mean, obviously it's sad, but. If you think about it now, you could have listened to a Supercross then on just the audio. Like you could have, if they would have broadcast on the radio, sure, you could have listened to a Supercross, the blow by blow with those two in guys. your car, yeah, and enjoyed it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. you could have been driving around the road, truck, dirt bike in the back, listening to a Supercross, and never have to see the video because he paints that picture right yeah. the whole time you're listening. Well, he allows, and uh, Brett, you can speak to this. Like he. 
sets David up to do what David does. Like David Bailey is the best to ever do it. I don't care who you are. I don't care. He's the Vin Scully. He's the Keith Jackson of our sport. The way he can tell you how a curveball breaks or why this quarterback mm-hmm. or running back is the best that's ever done it. And David does that better than anybody. And Art absolutely knew his role and how to let David do his thing. Well, Art was a pro. I mean, when I say pro, he was a, a two-time sportscaster of the year. This is the entire country for sports sports broadcasting. Two-time, not just once. I mean, that's huge. And the guy worked with the Oakland Raiders during their Super Bowl season. He worked with the San Diego Rockets before they went to Houston. He followed the team to Houston. He worked with the San Francisco Giants. I mean, of course, you remember him, Kevin, as a, as a kid yeah. when he came to Atlanta. I mean, dude, the dude did it all. He did he the Chevy show. Like, uh, yeah, the only he's like, oh, the only sport I didn't cover was women's mud wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have liked to have covered <laughs> that, that. That was his joke. And we're like, all right, you did it all, man. He's no, no, I didn't, I didn't cover women's I mud really would have liked to have done that. <laughs> dude, Chris Williams, who was a producer there at some point, <clears throat> he's yeah. always told this story. He does a great Art Ekman. He called Art one night. He yes, posted he this the other day or last night when he had to call Art like super early and wake him up. And he goes, uh, hello. <laughs> he drags, he drags a, uh, out so long. It is so good. I'm like, God dang, Chris. That's so good. I can only imagine Art, Art at his peak when he's rich and when the jetting's just right is about five in the evening. You hit that dude at four when it's so rich and he's yes. like trying to lean that trying thing Trying to out. grab it to make it clear out. Dude. Chris's version is so good. Oh, uh, hello. Yeah, you know, the first time I worked with Art, I was an intern, and uh, I remember walking into the kitchen, the, like the break room at Seals Co. And uh, he's sitting there with Bailey. It's the summer of two thousand, and they're going over notes. Remember Art's legal yellow pads? Mm-hmm. Just stacks of legal yellow pads, full of statistics full of data, full of information. The guy uh, loved to collect data and info. He was, like I said, he was a pro. And they're getting ready to call a race. So this would have been June or July. So pick your race, 2000 um, summer. uh, That's Ricky Carmichael. And I can't remember who the 125 class would have been. It doesn't matter. I can't remember exactly what stat they were debating but it had something to do with like first time since Pierre cars makers. And I corrected him on like a date. This is day (laughs) one. I'm I'm 20, right? 20, maybe 21. He looks at me and he's like, uh, young man, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just like saw myself out of the room, right? Just slinked out of there. hoped Hoped he forgot you. So you came back to work next time? <laughs> hey, Mr. Hart. I just started here. Today's my first day. Wow. Let's try this again. But I was young young and dumb and just wanted to, you know, I mean, more than anything, I just wanted to be part of the conversation. And the only way I, I, I guess I saw to be a part of it was to, to correct. Correct Art Ackman. Yeah. Everybody just stops yeah. crickets. Like, Do you see the yeah. seven feet of I, yellow legal pads I'm sitting against here? <laughs> I swear it was like that. They look over at me and up, you know, because they're sitting at this table, and I'm just like, I'll, I'll, I'll be gone now, sir. Don't you dare correct me without a yellow pad. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, three or three or four years later, we did his uh, like a retirement show, if you will. Even though he didn't retire, he was he was done 
you know, he no longer had the, the Supercross gig, um, motocross. He was he was done calling, uh, you know, Ricky Carmichael wins. We did like a two part episode on him for Moto World. Dave Reef interviewed him and brought him back to the desk, right? Did some legendary calls. And I am absolutely kicking myself for not like keeping a copy of that show just so I can, you know, listen to that interview again, um, mm. which would help greatly with telling these stories. But um, I might butcher this, but the story I remember him telling for how he got involved in the sport, Kevin, maybe, maybe you remember this one. Remember something called goalpost jumps? Yes, the Coca-Cola catapult. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, absolutely. In Atlanta? Was, oh, yeah. yeah. Mr. Pibb, yeah. Coca-Cola so catapult. Yeah, this, so this would have been in Atlanta. It probably would have been very late 70s, early 80s. For sure. And he, or maybe this was how he got the job in Atlanta. Oh, some DJ I jumped I think it. that's what it was. Yeah, well, the DJ uh, yeah, the 96 rock. Yes. Someone, um... Well, it was someone at the at the the TV station was like, "That's easy, that's uh-huh. no problem at all. <laughs> okay. I can do that." And the guy basically got laughed out of town after that. I got let go from Channel Eleven. This is again, this is the way I remember <laughs> You're it. You're fired. They, they got Art 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 Ekman got called in. The guy just like completely embarrassed himself or something, and that's how Art Ekman wound up in Atlanta. At least that's wow. the story I remember him telling. That, I mean, it seems yeah. like, it makes sense. Like he was at TV, and this guy said, "Well, that's easy, really." Yeah. 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 Good luck with that. Wow. Yeah. But well, this guy's moving around a lot, right? I mean, he was, he graduated, uh, he went to Washington State University. His first job was in Portland as the sports director for a, for a, a television station. It's 1965, 66. Hmm. Winds up down in San Diego with the NBA team, followed that NBA team to Houston, Houston and San Francisco, San Francisco to Oakland. Again, he worked with the Raiders and all the teams there in Oakland, and then Oakland to Atlanta. Amazing, dude. Amazing. And for us, as kids, we were, I mean, he was, you know, it it was royalty. I mean, you know, because at that time, the people at your local news, they were like in your your life. You know what I mean? Like every day. We didn't have ESPN. This is, we have three, we have five. What, 36, 46, 17. I don't think 36 was there. How about two, Two, five, five and 11? Two, five, (laughs) and 11. 46 and 17. So we had five. And so, yeah, he's he's like Atlanta royalty. Yes. Monica Coffin, Art Ekman, Ken Cook, Guy Sharp. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, it's Art Ekman, that's Guy Sharp, that's Ken Cook. And then Art Ekman. He's the sports guy, so he's the ultra cool guy. Yeah, super cool guy. And then. He transfers over into our favorite, our favorite sport, sport. <laughs> which is the greatest sport in the Come world. On. You're How like, did this even happen? Oh my God, he what is the this God. vocals known demand. Yeah. So. You know what's cool though? Nobody's, and this is, I woke up this morning and again, like I wasn't art, I wasn't like super, super close to art, but I got to work with him for many years. I called on him many times to voice over things long after he had kind of retired from that side of things. And I had been in a funk all day. I didn't get shit done today. Hmm. Um, like, I'm not like emotional. Like I lost the best friend, like, you know, Dave, David Bailey or probably even Davey Coombs who were very close with art, Dan Walsh, Scotty Mack. You know I mean? That, that, those guys are really close to art, but I have been in a, a funk and I, I really can't put my finger on it. Um, Maybe it's because, you know, we in this sport we haven't had to deal with a whole lot of loss. No, it's a new sport. It's a where, young sport. I mean, yeah, 
Like, we have lost Marty Smith. We lost Brian Swink. We have lost Mike Bell. We have lost some legends. But, I mean, Roger DeCoster's still alive. John Penton's still alive. Barry Higgins is going to outlive every you know, damn one of us. <laughs> Barry Higgins is going to outlive all of us. You know, the vast majority of our champions still are still alive. That's a great point. The vast majority of our legends are, are still there. And losing art, I don't know, maybe it's because, like, I wanted to be Art Ekman when I was when I was young, you know? I looked up to Larry Huffman and Larry Myers and Dave Dustain. Like, those are my guys. I wasn't going to be Jeremy McGrath, you know? I got my ass kicked by Ricky Carmichael every August, so I knew, like, that wasn't going to work out. Um, you know, I wanted to be a storyteller like these guys. And uh, I, I was also thinking nobody is celebrating art harder than we are like he was ours yeah yeah nfl nfl fans aren't going oh art ekman died. you know find me some tributes from you know like oakland raiders fans well i guess the no. las vegas raiders fans now but you know um it's not happening baseball fans aren't mourning the loss of art ekman the olympics isn't mourning the loss of art ekman but Motocross is. Well, it's so this is a huge. This is a huge loss for us. It's a small market with a huge loss. You know what I mean? By comparison, I mean it's not small. Well, here's the, here's the thing, and I thought about that while I'm mowing the grass today. When I'm watching college football, what are you doing mowing the grass? I did. I mowed my entire Ooh, yard. I what what was your wife doing? doing? My wife normally mows the grass, and she was, she couldn't do it, so I had to actually Good step up. Good Lord, you mowed your own grass. Provide for this family. It's push mow. It's about an acre and a half. So, it, oh, okay, sure. It goes like 700 feet that way. All right. Whatever. So we anyway, lost all respect for you now. <laughs> so I'm mowing grass, but anyway. So long story short, if you watch basketball, how many announcers are there? There's uh, freaking thousands. ten of them. There's ten. There's ten guys I can name. There's ten NFL guys, college, whatever. Dude, we got one. It's not the SEC, the ACC. We yeah. have one. It's the motocross. Yeah. Right? It's supercross. They He's, have more. So, more guys on one super on one game game, game or one football like the. Fox NFL Sunday yeah, or whatever. Football. They have more guys on that cast on that than, than we we've ever had in history of, of Supercross. Right. So that's why, yeah. Th- yeah. BJ, that is why it's so like, like there's uh, on my, on one hand, I can tell you every announcer for the last 50 years, you know, yeah. 40 years. So that's why it means something. Yeah. He was the guy. Yeah. And there's, there's nobody else. Yeah. I mean, to say he was the voice of the sport, that's not cliche. That's no, that's and, and it is. Like for however long, if the NFL said, "All right, every game has to be John Madden and Howard Cosell, or whatever," yeah, every one of them, then we'd all like, "Oh my God!" Like they would be epic, yeah, you know, and they, and they were still epic. So this guy would, and he was good in that field. So obviously, he's going to crush it here. Yeah, you know, did I don't know if you guys saw it today, but one of the best posts I saw on Art Ekman today was Randy Richardson's post. Did you see that? No, but I can only imagine. <laughs> yes, I did. He said that Art Ekman called his name one time, and he said and he, he had the call. And I forgot it was like Mike Brown and Pashan pull, you know, or go out out front. And he said, and there was another guy with him. I can't remember the other guy's name, so I'm sure I'm butchering this. But he was like, and Richardson's was, off the track was, in the yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a low shot of the start from the outside. And Art you know, makes the makes the call. The camera pans down the start. Randy Richardson and some other guy go off the track. You know, <laughs> the camera hangs it. there, right? <laughs> Art Art can see because Art's probably up in the booth, so he sees Mike Brown with a whole shot, and Richardson is tied up in the hay bale. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That is epic, right there. That is, I mean, 
like, you hang your hat on that, man. You take Dude, that one all the way to the bank. My buddy J-Rod, who I think you guys all know J-Rod, he said he ran into Art at a bar after the New Orleans Supercross. Mm. And he goes, Dude, will you just say this? So Art or uh, J-Rod is with his buddy Farley. And he goes, he goes, Will you just say what I want you to say? And then he goes, J-Rod and Farley are going from bar to bar here in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude. That's he needs the- that as his voicemail. Yes. Man. They should have recorded dude. it. You know, we got to do the bar to bar tour. We got to make this happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The bar to bar tour. <laughs> have a bar. Hey, we could rent out that track we were talking about. Had a bar to bar event there. Bar to bar. Because on his, you know, with the for the charity that they had on his. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. The Art loved to make fun of himself too, which is, you know, I, I love that about him also. Very, uh, a lot of humility. Uh, he liked to joke that he invented the 60 yard line very early in his uh, right. career. He, he was call, he was calling a football game and there was like a, a return for a touchdown. The 40. He's the like, 50. he could go all the way. He's at the 40, the 45, the 50, the 55, the 60. Oh. He goes, <laughs> he oh, goes, it was just silent. That's happened. Just That's silent. Happened. And, he, and he goes, touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I could just picture him doing it, like all slicked up with his jacket on, drinking a cup of coffee, like not even looking at the field. He's at the 45. He's at the 50. He's not even, oh, not even damn it. He's like, looks over and he's like, oh, Art. Should have been looking at those numbers. <laughs> my awesome. one of my favorite memories about art and this is like something we always just kind of busted on him before like i was listening to it wasn't moto radio but it, whatever it was with before wygant and jim holly like the pre-show whatever the internet broadcast i would sit at with my dial up whatever yeah and this is i don't know 99 two my now it's 2000 uh jeremy i noticed you are in excellent shape i noticed you with your shirt off today i was like damn art like <laughs> i know what he's trying to get at but it, skin was glistening. but his he described jeremy uh, i noticed you're in peak physical condition today i'm like well, all right well thanks for painting that picture back for me back in paulding county on my yeah. dial up i'm listening at like one in the morning waiting for this race so i remember you and i having a conversation about that yeah. then like yeah. back then like, like did you hear art like he's, he's very into jeremy like, he's i mean the guy's he's winning a bunch, so I get it. But this is about the time Ricky was about to change all that. Yeah. What's what? uh how did you meet Art? What was your what's your art story? I you know, he kinda he would never I've never really got to hang out with him, honestly. He uh didn't he come into the DMXS once with Bailey? Didn't no. you guys do a segment with him? No. Never did. Love to say I did, but no. No, and I always thought, like, yeah. man, we should be running around and hanging out like we're from Atlanta. <laughs> but he's like, well, his level is so much higher. We're like, we're DMXS. We're cool. He should come over here. Like, why is he not just coming out of cocktail with us? Why doesn't he just stop by on the He's a Mexican with us, bro. Like, but for you, though, I mean, in the same way with us, because he was our local newscaster, you figured he was from Atlanta. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you figured that he was an Atlanta yeah. guy, but he wasn't really from here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't, he didn't have any tie to... Lithia Springs High School with you and <laughs> which is no. weird because it seems like homecoming this weekend. Where are you at, Art? What's up, man? I I, I don't I don't want to make you feel bad, but I'm sure he would have come in. Oh, that does sure yeah. Way to make it sting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Knowing <laughs> he was a professor a professor right down the road at KSU, I, I'm an idiot for not ever really. I think we had him on the show 
maybe one time, and that is stupid on my part because, and I've never had Dave Despain, and I will fix that. And I've had Larry on one time, I think. And but they 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 feel so like, dude, why am I on this? Like this is weird. Is this a gag? Like no, man. Like there's still a whole segment of this population that loves it. You like how old is Larry? He can't be much older than Art. Um. He's got to be 80 now. Here, let's look it up. Yeah, so I um, was older than him. I got sent to KTM to go. My directive was to go hang out with John Fenton. And I realized, oh, yeah, Larry's up here. Larry Larry is now full-time in Ohio. And um, How old is I, John Fenton? Lake Erie. He, 200. He's, he's 98. Yeah, John Penn. I was going to say, like, he was Christmas. old when I was a kid. Brett, what year was this ass- assignment to hang with John Penn? I mean, how many years ago? Just two two years ago. Oh, wow. He was a young so, I, I went, so anyways, I made a deep I made a detour to go see Larry. Yeah. And we just sat outside of his home. He's got a, he's, he's, he lives, one of his homes, he's got a condo in like Amherst or something. And in the summers, he stays in a little community that's like on Lake Erie. I mean, just sat in the grass and watched ships go by in Lake Erie cool. and drink iced tea. And just he probably just insulted me the whole time. That's <laughs> Did he really? That's so solid. <laughs> yeah, you were well. You remember working with Larry, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember Brad Majewski. Comedy and insults. <laughs> Tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah. So I'm a. There's two stories with Larry Myers. You bring me and him in together. He goes. I'm going to bring you in just see what the chemistry's like. So he goes, you guys are about to call. So we're green screening. It's me and Larry, like some microphones in a studio. Did you have a sport jacket? I did not. I should have. I should have because Larry was probably dressed to the nines with yeah. his creamy white Velcro shoes. He always had creamy white shoes. <laughs> no, creamy but, white. They were so creamy. <laughs> but so he brings us in. He brings us in and he goes, all right, so we're going to just come up with a fake sport and you guys just go with it. I'm Larry Myers here. We're with the finger flicking football championships. <laughs> it was a paper football finger flicking football championships. And Tom Jones is elite, whatever he goes into. It. I'm like, Larry, these guys are some of the best in the country. And we're excited to be here and flicking in Ohio or whatever the hell we came up with. So yeah. it was a dumb little. So you got to like go toe to toe with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, cool. he was way better than I was. I'm like, damn, it's Larry Myers. I'm like dorking out. <laughs> Probably like Weege and. Art Ekman, like that would yeah. have been a lateral move for me. So we, I, I get the gig. I don't know why y'all, like, I guess a hundred bucks a show was a reasonable <laughs> Buku salary. Arena yes, Buku <laughs> Arena Cross. So we get to sit in this little tiny booth. I mean, shoulder to shoulder, literally just a creamy tiny, shoes, creamy to... shoes that glow in the dark, <laughs> a screen, headphones like this, and and with a microphone, and that was it, man. You just sit there and you call the race. And Larry would go, Kevin, in your experience, I'm like. Like Weege, I'm like, uh, my experience, I've never been on that kind yeah. of track ever because I suck. But, hey, man, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm you thinking. You didn't revert to, like, some KD-80 stories no, about no. how good you were? Yes, yes, for sure. You, but You break down and explain how to kickstart a bike. I've kickstarted lots of bikes. Yeah, because I, I, I jumped lots of jumps. I rolled the backsides of all of them. <laughs> but anyway, his, his way of getting out of a segment, if he messed something up, was to just cuss like a sailor. What? <laughs> yeah, you just make sure they don't use it like, fuck oh, this. Oh, that way, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. That's stupid. So we get to this We're going to cut. <laughs> so it's Brad Majewski. It's M-O-D-J-E-W-S-K, the remember. symbol for boron, a color orange, like all kind of, it's so hard to read. Symbol for boron. So, that was in the spelling of his name. So we get to this point, he goes in, running in the number <laughs> three. That's a good one. He's wrapping up the, uh, the and uh, finishing in the number three spot, he goes, Brad, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so, like, so we can do this? We can no, say no, 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 no. Hey, Small detail. He goes, Brad Majewski. 
It's almost like that scene from Office Space. He goes, it is red, whatever the fuck his name is. And cut. It's over. We're not using that segment. Yeah, so that was my that was my Art Ekman, like, all-time favorite, one of my favorite announcers. I'll put him up. Him and Art can just slug it out as long as they want. Yeah. They were so damn money. And that dude was so oh damn... My Kevin, Go ahead. If you have your phone next to you, if you have your phone next to you, check the, check the photo I just sent you. Um, so to answer the question, how... Oh, I just hung up on this. Idiot. <laughs> what a dipshit. Man, I can't be hitting my text message. If you got your phone and know how to work it, hang up your, on me. Look at this picture. Hey, hey Kevin, pick up your phone and hang up on me. You don't have the right data plan to get pictures and talk on the phone at the same time. No, Tell him you had to hang up because uh, you don't want to use I'm too many idiot. minutes. He Kevin no, doesn't have wait, the right. You called. You called me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. Is this this whole podcast is God, running dude, through this... your flip phone. Yes. Yeah, Kevin's Kevin's it's on his flip phone. We don't. If you send Kevin another every time you send him a picture, it hangs it up. <laughs> he's oh, he's on everybody, everybody at home to see he's, that. He's on the uh, uh, older data plan. Let me see that picture. That is classic. Look at Larry Myers. He looks like a, a principal of some school. In oh, he's easily at an he assembly. Looks like, yes, he, he kind of looks like the Wolfman and Donna. He does. Yeah. Dude, I, I can, he is what that man is doing right there is holding court at some AMA banquet, and he's probably got three bourbons in him, and he is just feeling it. Dude, he was, he had probably the most charisma of any human I've ever run yeah. across. Really? Oh, yeah. Like seriously, so he's he just, eighty. He's eighty-four years old. To answer the question from earlier. All right, we've got to get him on. Hey, circling back to yeah. the John Penton thing, though, like, what did you do with him that day? You stopped by to see him. I've had many encounters with with John Patton. But at ninety six, um, so if that was two years ago, yeah, uh, I spent sharp. a couple of days with him. Jack, 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 Jack took me around, gave me the Penton tour. Um, we saw Jack last weekend. He was here in Baltimore. Um, we sat with sat with John, and you know went to lunch and just riffing. Sat in the backyard, watched the sun go down. The next morning, though, I wanted to, um, I had some more questions for him. And uh, so many of these stories are they're starting to get lost, right? And that's why yeah. that's why I was asked to go hang out, hang out with him. Um, we're sitting there on the porch swing, and the tape recorder is running, and we're swinging back and forth. And he's just like, I asked him a question, and he sat there in silence for a second. I think he swatted a fly away that was on his knee. And he goes, I got to get out of here. I think I'm going to go inside now. Dang. He was just tired. He was just yeah. like worn out. And like, like, he's like, I really thank you for coming yesterday and you know, spending some time with me. Um, rewind to 2014, I drove six hours to go interview him for a story that was specifically about his transcontinental ride. That dude rode from the Western Union office in downtown Manhattan all the way to the Western Union office in downtown LA in some absurd. Yes, where you knew he didn't like sleep, right? 58 hours. He slept 45 minutes <laughs> somewhere in Arizona. Like us at Mid Ohio. And I, I, want, I was writing a story just about that ride like i was naive enough to think that i was going to get more information out of him that had already been printed many decades earlier like i just wanted details but the reality is you've got to be a a damn kook 
to do that, right? Like you've got to be crazy. A little bit. And yeah. so you're you've got to black out. There's not you know I, I don't know why I thought I was going to find. He's like I remember stopping at a gas station and a sandwich and you know I, I fought three pee. guys. <laughs> you know there just wasn't a whole lot to tell, but I, I I'd have to go back and reread the story to like refresh like to refresh my brain of like what I did discuss in there. Um, but there was, we, we, so I drove six hours to be there. And like, after 90 minutes of talking, he just like, I gotta like, go, this man. is a pattern. This is a, <laughs> seriously, this is a pattern. I'm sitting there with him and his wife. We're at their kitchen, little kitchen table. And he goes, I, I think like I'd ask, I was still like in the middle of my questions. He goes like that sound. He hits the table and he goes, well, I got a tax problem. I got to go handle down at the County courthouse. <laughs> Dang. It's been real fine talking to you. <laughs> it's like, okay he's like 89 years old at the time wow. he's like i'm out of here and he gets in his little orange truck and away he goes um but this is funny same interview a little bit earlier i had said oh i have that in the truck let me go show that to you and we had, i got the tape recorder sitting there running on the kitchen table and so i go out and to get whatever it was i wanted to show him out of the truck when I got home and listened to the tape, I get to that point where I leave the room and I hear his <laughs> oh, wife go, no. who, who is this guy? And he goes, he's a writer. And he's a journalist. He writes about motorcycles. And his wife, I think her name is Donna. Forgive me if I'm getting that wrong. He goes, he's awful young, isn't he? <laughs> he goes, he's a magazine writer. That's what they look like. <laughs> wow. Great. So good. Off the record. With John Penn, right? Yeah. That's, That's pretty, very pretty tame. Uh, that could have been a lot worse. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a little shit. Yeah, they were so, so kind, right? Yeah. Uh, that's like keeping a, a voice message for Mart Ekman. Like that piece of audio is something like hopefully I'll always have. You know, that's pretty special. Even the one with sitting with John on his porch swing when he's like, I got to get out of here. I'm like, yeah. wow, that could mean a lot of different things. Like, holy cow. And not long after, because one of the uh, troubling, you could take that the wrong way, but John was sitting there watching a whole lot of Fox News all day long mm. at that point in his life. This is two years ago. Like, that's not healthy for anyone, like watching no. TV all day no, long. No, right? not CNN, um, not either side. No, you no, can't yeah. do it. You shouldn't watch yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, and Jack was telling me, he's like, yeah, this is, this is, this is what he does now. And like he springs up from that and gives me a whole tour of the house, right? And so this is another reason why he was just exhausted the next day. Um, not long after that visit, he goes into a, a, a home. Not hospice. No, I mean, John's just, still, still kicking. Yeah. Um, he is like, at, within a month, he's fully running court. Like, he's thriving because <laughs> he's around people again. That's yeah. what he needed, right? Even yeah. though his daughter was coming over every day, taking care of him. He's going to the gym, doing his exercises. Jack was nearby. Like he needed to be around people constantly because John Penton has never not been around people. That's why you would see him at the KTM headquarters in Amherst yeah. every single day, walking around yeah. with his wife. You know, but when his wife passed away, like he just lost a lot of those habits and, and routines. And, you know, I mean, he was married to her since the 1950s. So, yeah. you know, you lose your partner like that. It's, you know, and I, and I feel for Art's wife, right. They've been together for, I think 50 years now. Wow. 
Yeah. Um, my heart, my heart goes out to her because there's a, there's a, there's a big hole in her life right now. For sure. You've been fortunate to spend some time with, with the legends and really get to know them, man. It's cool. Well, and I'm, I'm uh, thankful and we I have. Don't the, take it for granted. No, and you do a great job of articulating and telling these stories. For sure. And there's nobody else in our sport doing what you do, so you're laying out a cool legacy when you, you know, when you die, you'll have some cool stuff packed I, away. That I know, Brett, you probably didn't see this, but these guys probably – I don't know if y'all did. Y'all remember going to Barry's shop, Barry Higgins' shop? For sure. And that Penton, the yeah. green Penton KTM oh, yeah. he had? Yeah. I thought that thing was like – like that was like the holy grail. Was it like a six days or something? I keep thinking it it's like said a green, six days. Or I think he no, he flew drove into Japan and he delivered the nuclear bomb himself. <laughs> He's and like hauled ass out and outran. The and he bomb. outran the splitting of the atoms. I can yeah. do it, boys. And that was on, and it was on that bike, that Penton. Yes, it that's why a, it's green. It was white when it started. Yeah, it was that's green. That's still the radiation. Is it from the dust? Yeah, yeah. the radioactive radiation. dust. But it was brand new. And somebody asked me the other day. About that bike. So, do you ever see I Barry? Remember it. And I said, I haven't seen him in a few years. That's I why said, he's going to live to be 200. I, I that said, radiation think, yeah. was. It preserved his cells. Yeah, it's like freaking Spider Man. He got bit by a radioactive <laughs> spider. <laughs> so, he got a radioactive tick back then in the woods days. Yeah, and then, sure. but they're like, that bike was brand new and Barry wouldn't sell it. It was, it was something crazy back in like 2000. They wanted like 16 grand for it or something. And he was like, you think Barry still got that old? I think it was a 200, like a KTM, KTM 200. I have no idea. So I remember was, the bike, though. It was I, green with it. Yeah, yeah that, I can that picture it. So cool. Trailer Borg on back. Trailer Borg that still this, this survived a nuclear holocaust. Yes, in Nagasaki. I talked to Barry this, this, this past summer. Um, he's one of the few winners in motocross or supercross, even as, even as little as a – and I, I don't say that to be – diminutive or uh, that's not the right word either but who won a moto in motocross or supercross uh, we were collecting their birthdays he's like one of the few born in the 1940s it's just it's like a small handful of guys who were accurate. born you know. i think you meant 1840s <laughs> these clowns say he's dude, 173 you, dude years david eiser put out the best tweet ever whenever the supercross went up to uh new england and he they had them shooting the cannon off and he goes, man, it's really cool to see them recognize his uh, efforts in the uh, Revolutionary War. <laughs> <laughs> they were all dressed up like, like old school 1700s. Yeah. We give Barry a hard, like not a hard time. It's because it's all out of respect. Oh, absolutely. Here because like Art Ekman, because he was our newscaster. He's our Barry's. The, we grew up at, the first around. Fast I mean, guy. it was a little bit of a hotbed for some of that stuff because Barry was like our local. Hero. Pepperell Mass, man. Yeah. That was probably like 68. And he owned the CZ. KTM, local KTM yeah, shop. He, my and dad and, he, and him were friends, and we had yeah, a – Their dealerships were a mile apart, right? Not a half Not mile. even. Okay. So we oh, yeah. would hang out back and forth, and his son was my friend Joey, so it's just yeah. a – Whenever I weird. couldn't walk to your dad's shop, I'd go to Barry's and just yeah. hang around with him and Patty, and they're like, yeah. what are you doing? They're, they're like, cool people. I'll never forget his wife Patty gave me the first – like I'd broken a – uh, perch, like a clutch perch or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, they didn't have it at your dad's shop. So I walk over, I take the mile walk. Put more go, miles on the shoes. Yep, on the uh, pro kids. I walk over to um, <laughs> there, and his wife was the first one. She's like, well, you're breaking it because it's got those old pot metal 
bolts in it. Let me get you a forged bolt. That sounds uh, like somebody from KTM. Totally. Yeah. And she got me like forged. I was like, yeah, right. kick ass. I got some trick parts. Known on my for bike. durability, man. For That's sure. Right. Yeah. Different kind. There's different kind of metals. And like, yeah. There what is. have I been doing, man? Yeah. Cast pot metal. Right. And I would brag about that to everybody. Oh, you know, I got... You Works know, perch. I, I know about that. Hey, Brett, what, uh, how many 400 times do you think I read that PW50 story? I mean, that was... Uh, Dude, I tell that story when I'm announcing. I'm, I'm When people... Because they don't know. The people that are involved watching that race, they don't know the story behind this thing. And I constantly try to remind them, like, man, if you want to hear about that, why this thing is a thing... It's, I Go mean, I it kept it's a great reading story. it. It was not only about the bike, but the business strategy behind the bike and just how they're it's not going to sell and yes. like they crush the goals. Like, yeah. That was a good one, man. Uh, I'm to, seriously to, read it to over find and the, over. Thank you. And for context that we went fast.com, we did a history of the PW50 a few years ago. It be, ended up becoming a movie um, where I taught my daughter how to ride a bike that we had restored. Um, yeah, so Little was Giant, that the, the real PW50 bike? Was that story. yours, or was that a... Uh... It, it was the same model year, but I have okay. no idea where my bike ended okay. up because we, we sold it. Yeah. Um, but this the story is called Little Giant, the PW50 story. Uh, you can, it's available on a podcast at We Went Fast. It's available on WeWentFast.com. And then if you want to see the movie, go to YouTube, Little Giant, the PW50 story. Yeah, we'll it, get you it's right cool. It. It, it hooks you. I never had a PW. But I sit there and read that as if, you know, hanging. Because really, you've seen a million PWs in your life. I mean, the kid at Paradise that went and let off in the pits, and he hung that easy up tie-down strap and <laughs> flipped that easy oh up across. God. It went flying and landed on a forerunner, you know, 50 feet away. Like, there's always, everybody's got a PW story, man, whether it's that or, you know, James Stewart jumping something that a PW shouldn't jump, I can Correct. remember. Or maybe it was Raynard. One of them had a long travel PW, might have been Raynard, and jump stuff that you're just like, man, I can't. I saw. Believe I that. was at many O's and saw, and they were like, man, this baby chicken guy. I'm like, what are you talking about? Baby chicken. First, yeah, I've never seen that before. I'm like, this dude. That was like, Stu's first nickname. Yeah, baby, baby chicken. chicken. He was scrubbing stuff. I'm like, how? <laughs> what? I mean, he wasn't scrubbing, but like he was like doing things you shouldn't do at that age to know it, to even do it. It looks so cool. I'm like, this kid is ridiculous. He's 30 minutes old, and he's crushing it right now. That is cool. Yeah, on the Supercross track. I remember seeing that. Yeah. You know, you're talking about the, the that bike was the same year model as yours, but you don't know what happened to yours. I, and I think my dad actually, my dad's 85, and I think he might have actually told Kevin this story last time we were there. We were talking about my uh, Honda 50, my QA50 with the rotating bars and all that stuff. Fat tires. And, you know, you, I think, man, I wish I had that bike back so bad. It should never. And so as we go through the story, it always comes back to my dad. Because I remember when my dad brought it home, I can see him pull in. He has a 74 Chevrolet stepside truck with the white roll bar and the white wagon wheels. Wow. That fall guy package. And so <laughs> he comes, like, pulling in. And I remember him telling my mom he paid 65 bucks for it, right? Dang. It worked. And then when he tells the story now, he's like, yeah, you know, that thing ran forever. I, I gave it away to this guy that works for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why would you do that? So, like, every time I hear you the story, kept I just bike. cringe just because I'm, I'm thinking, he gave away that he bike that I would, I would pay 
so much money for now to get my exact bike. Yeah. If my dad said, hey, I gave away that KD80, I'd be like, good. <laughs> good riddance. No, didn't you hit the other guy head on and yes, the seat but like even and... still, he put me on a KD80 to begin with. I'm like, Which is child abuse in Burn that bitch. Yeah, in Douglas yeah. County, that's child abuse. What's they should have they should have put you in a foster home. What's a KD80? Yeah, exa- oh, yeah, exactly. Look that up, Brad. It is the... Uh, Can you Google a KD80? It is the uh, Chevette of trying to get laid <laughs> of motorcycles. You don't get laid. Like a, a KX80? was a Corvette, and Kevin got a yeah, Kevin got a Chevette. It was a square with tires. It had weird shapes. Like the seat is really sense. long. It has this seat that that it's goes designed, out past the back. It's fender. designed for seven people to ride comfortably. The it, only difference between the one Kevin had and the street legal model was the headlight and blinkers. No suspension difference. No seat oh, difference. Yeah, wow. nothing. No yeah, my dad owned a Cowie no dealership. No tire difference. No fender Why would you do that to me? Meanwhile, Kyle and Ken are They're both got cutting a cutting-edge KX60. <laughs> a water-cooled KX80. My brother was friends with the guys that were inventing the monoshock. They're like, hey, ride this. And I'm like, why am I on this? Why do like, I have to have literally, this? Literally, uh, uh, Ray Padgett yeah. was yeah. designing the monoshock and I'm over here sticking around on some bullshit ass. Kevin media. says if you ask a little kid to draw a motorcycle, it looks like a KD. <laughs> Correct. It's like triangles and You're rectangles. Good. We call it a gay D. Char- this is a Charlie Brown story if I ever Oh, it's one. a Charlie Brown oh, yeah. motorcycle it for is. sure. It's terrible. And, and but the fact that like, you be, you may as well be saying, I got a rock. <laughs> it's the same. He got a rock. You did get a rock. But, but the the funny part is my dad owned. The 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 highest selling we got the Shogun Award most units moved in America, all the Cowie dealerships. My dad was the number one dealership in the the uh, number United one States. selling Cowie dealer. He goes, you know what's not I'm moving? Put you on a used no number plate bullshit ass KD8. It like, didn't have a front number seriously? plate. Seriously, like we so good. And there's up. no way to find a front number plate to at no. least make your bike look it's awful. You know, normal. You know, and Kyle and Ken both had bitching ass. <laughs> Full-blown, fresh-ass kicks. It's child abuse. If you all didn't resemble one another so much, that would be enough to guarantee that you were adopted. Right. Yeah, we you can tell you Like, if you didn't look for if you guys didn't look I hate like, that one we adopted. Give him a KD-80. He'll <laughs> <laughs> die eventually. <laughs> Terrible, man. But I did have an Italijet. My first motorcycle was an Italijet, which is probably the dopest-ass dopest first one you bike, can get. It yeah. was cool. I don't know how we ran across that. But then Kyle got a JR50. So hey, they're like, times times are getting tough back in the seventies. We got to go with the KDA. Like, I don't know that we can feed all three of these boys. Yeah, he said, I know how we fix this. I'll say how we save some major coin. <laughs> I'm gonna get him a KD80, and for long we'll only have to buy groceries it's not for even two. XR, like in the hierarchy of <laughs> yeah, XRs were bad cool, little mini bikes. Yeah, man, yeah. you're like whatever. It's a KD80. It is a lawnmower. Like, I don't know. It's a riding mower. Brett, will you promise when Kevin's 98 and he's about to go in the nursing home and stuff? Uh, Brett, let me tell you about the time Will you I got ride down here and interview him, please? <laughs> By the K, the gay yeah, he's already done. I, I would bring a KD80. No, so get that thing out. He rolled up on a He'd KD-80. be mad. He'll be like hitting you with his cane it and stuff. It is over. This interview. He don't over. want the ladies up there at assisted living to you know. Can't come in here knowing I was on a. Knowing KD-80. he rode Katie because he'd been telling them how awesome he was, and now here you show up with hey, this, this relic first bike ever. How's things going at the home? Well, I've been on a dry spell since that KD eighty story. Brett Smith brought the dang KD eighty to the nursing home. Uh, see, so Killed this is game. the gist of the show. We we get off in the weeds a little bit, but whatever. Yeah. Hey, one one more thing, Brett. What about um Joe's 
how difficult is it for you when you like you read out your stories and we can and I listen to them when I'm driving. So how difficult is that? Is it like because you went through the the process of the research and then you wrote it and then you mm-hmm. now we're just going to read it out loud and try not to sound boring because it, it's not. But like it, your mind has to be kind of done with it by the time you're you're recording it uh, to audio, right or no? Um, well, I, yeah, but it's a performance, right? Yeah. You okay. know, what is Kevin, what is Kevin and Wes Kane and, you know, guys who do what they do in the, in the announce tower, they're not just talking all day long. They're always I mean, they performing. are right. That's what we, that's what we hear. Our, our understanding of, well, that's, that's pretty easy. That's a good way to put it. Talk about, mo- talk about moto, right? That's, that's no big deal. No, it's a, it's a performance. Like those dudes are smoked at the end of the day. Yeah. You're performing. That's a good point. It's not as easy as it as it seems. Uh, same thing here. Like <laughs> a, a one hour long read about dirt bikes could be pretty damn boring if if you just read off the page. It never comes across know? that um, way. So that's no. that's a good way to put it. It's a performance. Yeah. Thank thank you. I mean, everything I do, I I, I think of uh, um, what I want to bring value to the reader, listener watcher viewer you know i i think about that constantly you know i want everybody to get a return out of it so i try to you know i I keep that in mind before i start any project like where's the value here i don't need to write another race recap three days after the event i think everyone has gotten the point by then so you know i'm just using that as a a metaphor you know i'm not just going to put content out there for the sake of having a, a, a fresh link to click on at wewentfast.com like it's got to be good and of value because you're taking out people only have so much time right we're all competing for people's attention you know sure so make it good or don't do it at all yeah that's why i like time out of respect for people that do what you do and i mean the announcers the art ekmans of the world when i like i'm scrolling through something i see a 80s KX125 and uh, and I stop on it, you know, and the sounds up and it goes the 1986 KX125. I immediately I'm like I'm I'm off of it, you know. You got the damn AI reading that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. CR. Yeah, then there's the the CR 250. Piece, right? Yeah, I'm like, give me a break. I like. <laughs> yeah. Anger. Yeah. I go beat up a robot immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go kick the so shit out of my Roomba. That's why I, kind of, <laughs> that's why I, I run downstairs and kick the, the shit out of my I'm like, you damn Roomba, you ruining motocross. You know, I kick my Roomba. Roombas across. did. They have you Roombas. You robot bitch ass. <laughs> I'll kill you. That's, I love my Roomba. We, dude, thank we you. I mean, Kurt. somebody's got to take up for it. Yeah, we have ours too. That thing is my favorite. Probably, no, not probably, hands down. I, if I get a Roomba that will cut my grass, which they're coming. They have them. They have them, and they're getting cheaper yeah, and cheaper. No, they have, they have them. You yeah, love it now. Them. Wait till they it starts them. reading your stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the support and the technology. W50. Wait till you go in, walk in your bedroom, your Roomba's in the bed smoking a cigarette oh. next to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what happened to me. No. I, I don't want to bring my stories well, into this, this thing. This but just got really personal. Not that, for me. you know, yeah. yeah Nick's got a not that I know of... that anybody that's ever happened to, like me. Like Sorry. me. Sorry. Sorry. Out of here, Roomba. Yeah, so hey, it's not Brad, cool. Brad, is there one story of, you know, you have so much interesting stuff that's always 
like you said, it's not reading a race report three days after the race, but is there one that is like kind of your favorite or you're most proud of? Yeah, the next one. Ah, is that how it always <laughs> is? Sell it, brother. It's always the next no, one, or just you, this time. You kind of, you kind of told me what you've got on the coming down the pipe. Can you talk about what's coming, like in terms of gathering all this data for races and riders and finishes and all that? Are you ready to divulge what you're doing there? Please get on the We Went Fast newsletter list. WeWentFast.com slash subscribe. Okay. That's for that's where we will be announcing. You know. Um, our next project we my business partner clinton fowler um you might know him as fowler facts three laps yeah. down on it on instagram yep. um, he's in the booth with ricky lee wygant Stu. he's been providing data and analytics to the broadcast crew and we want to make that available to the public right i mean it's, it's good info i think people want a two-screen experience um Sports analytics studies done by Deloitte say that Gen Z, Gen Y, they want more information during their sports experiences. They want to get data, analytics, statistics. And so we're going to turn what Clinton is already doing into a product for the community to experience during the races. I got a question that's different. A little, I mean, yeah. You've got obviously I mean, a historian, right? I mean, yeah. you you know it. You've got that, like all the analytics. What would you like if they put you in charge right now? Like right now, you're in charge. You're in control of all motocross. What would you do to grow it and make it more mainstream and popular? Based on the history and the ebbs and flows of uh, four strokes, two strokes, electric bikes how we broadcast, how we race. Through the recessions, money, everything. I, that's like the most loaded question, right? Like I can't. <laughs> With, without offending anybody. I mean, I, <laughs> right. I can tell you, I can tell you what we want to do and what we believe in now. I can't tell you what, you know, what should have been done, decisions that were made and I could have done that better. That's Monday, mon- yeah, Monday yeah, yeah, yeah. morning no. quarterbacking. And that's, that's not fair to anyone. No, not going backwards, but, but just forward. Like if you had to do something tomorrow. Yeah. Because they made decisions based on policies and yeah. government and what yeah. was allowed. And yeah, so I get that, but like how to make it yeah, better, I how to make mean, it more attainable for the common guy to go race a dirt bike. I mean, our mission statement is better stories equal a better sport. You know, we believe that putting out, you know, just like we were saying, like giving everyone some value. And we, we believe that telling better stories will lead to a better sport. I'd like to stop short of, you know, using the, the cliche that everyone wants, which is grow the sport. Well, of course we all want that. That's a great goal. Well, what's the process? What's the system that we're going to put in place to make that happen? And that's a pretty generic goal to have right because how, you can't you can't achieve that with you know by turning one dial or changing one thing or changing one regulation or rule in the racing i mean that's a that's a lot of different things that need to happen and the one thing that we want to do is just tell better sports we want to you know um Better stories equals a better sport refers to our system of providing more information, more insight, more analytics, 
because we believe that more data, more info leads to more ideas. What happens when you have more ideas? It leads to more people having more conversations. More conversations leads to the ultimate goal of getting more enthusiasts. That's what we need, right? For sure. To, to grow the sport, which we hear incessantly, you need more people interested in the sport first. Interest and enthusiasm, hopefully that comes down the funnel to that person buying a bike. And, you know, even though I love my two-stroke, you know, um, I don't take the Charlton Heston approach of, you know, out of my cold, dead hands. Like, <laughs> you'll never hear me, like, rail against I'll never ride electric one of bikes. damn electric New bikes. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> no one's trying to take your two-stroke away. Cold right? damn. Like, Barry Higgins like, yeah, by God, if, you. <laughs> if Yamaha and KTM stop making two-strokes, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Gonna be honest with you. That, Tell me that, that when really you walk in the bedroom and you see your cakes 125 smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he would know. But you know what? Damn, Nick. If there are more choices out there, if if having electric bikes it just is a part of the industry leads to someone that maybe never would have bought a bike because it logistically wasn't even possible for them getting into the sport, that's a win. Oh, you know, sure. I live in a neighborhood where I can't go riding. There's nowhere to ride around here. I mean, even having an electric bike, I, I still I still don't really have anywhere to ride. Yeah. It's, so it's just it's very difficult. You you, know? I mean, there's a in... museum here in Baltimore. I live in Baltimore. There's a really rad museum, which is why I ran into Warren Reed and, and John or Jack Benton this weekend. There was a District Seven reunion. Um, guys, guys and gals who raced seventies and eighties. They're like, a, it's like a specific sector of the District 7 hmm. um, alumni group. And uh, they have, there's a, a museum down there. It's a, basically a private collection of a bunch of guys. Uh, the building manager is allowed to use like three rooms in this, in this building in down, downtown Baltimore. It's an old broom factory. And they have one room that's basically an ode to Maryland motocross. Wow. And that's there's badass. a mural on the wall of the state of Maryland and all the counties are colored in and it has all the riding areas that used to be. Uh, so it's like super sad, right? It's like, sad, oh, but it's cool, right? <laughs> a Quasco, uh, of where I think the Norfolks were involved in that track. The hotbed of uh, racing. And, and, yeah, Antietam, Bud's, uh, Bud's Creek is probably not on the map because it's no. still active, but um, yeah, all the tracks that used to be. All the riding, all the popular riding areas that used to be. Well, Baltimore is um, the home of the twelve o'clock boys. We know you, I mean, if you want to ride there, you just ride straight downtown, right? There better yeah. be a bike sitting there. Twelve o'clock. Yeah, Baltimore yeah. has a rich, a rich motorcycle history. Gary Nixon's race shop is just north of where I live now. All hmm. the triumphs in the country used to come to the port of Baltimore. John Penton used to pick hit the Pentons up at the port of Baltimore, um, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of a flat. There's a big flat track. Uh, rich history in this region. Um, the Barbara Fritchie Classic is a hundred and one, hundred and two years old now. Wow. It's like the oldest flat track race, the continuously, Crazy. continuous running flat track race. Barry raced that. He as raced a all the time. He, he, he won the first. He won the first day race as a vet <laughs> in a vet yes. class. He was already retired. <laughs> so, <by then>. no. <laughs> hey, one thing, Brett. Like you, you're you're answering that question of how to grow the sport. I think what you're doing by providing more information will help grow the sport because how many years did we hear the red fender of the Honda, you know, slicing through the yellow 
whatever no. Suzuki. It's like, come on. We don't always have to pander to these uh, the first time viewer. But, but do, even man. first time viewers would love to know that hey man, this guy won four championships but, or he won four races. Well, guess or, what? Yamahas aren't blue anymore. Like they kind of do what they want to do for the team. Yeah. Whatever. So now they got the retro four fifty two fifty. Hey, so when I think of like a boom, a boom in the sport. I think of what Bruce Brown did when I went to a drive-in, when land was wide open, when regulations were few. I think that was a different time. Like, that exploded ride the motorcycle anywhere. scene. So I think <clears throat> what the electric motorcycle can do is create another boom of urban whatever that if they start there Camp and then eventually they, they will <laughs> find themselves on a motocross track. So. You know, embrace the the electricity at some point. I think, and it's also a conversation that Kevin and I had a few years ago before electric motorcycles. We talked about, well, you know, <clears throat> people need to go buy a motorcycle they can ride, not a four fifty breathing for a beginner fire breathing. Yeah, this is like something like I, I just thought of this the other day, like a, a two weeks ago. I'm like, in dirt track, you start at the most basic of cars. And work your way up to faster and more sophisticated motor cars, excuse yeah, me. Like Whereas, dude, if you go to the freewheeling Honda and go, I want the biggest, baddest, some bitch you can buy. Like, you can literally do that, and it blows my mind. And just like, show up for 25 bucks and go race this. Yeah, you <laughs> the, should be good. Go ahead. What's well, just the waiver. shy of racing a supercross race in? Yeah. Like it's, and there's no, we've not done a good job, in my opinion. I'm a promoter, so I'll say this I've not done a good enough job of making bomber bikes, not as fast motorcycles, cheaper motorcycles cool. Like they're they're doing it now because two strokes vintage stuff is now the ret it's the, the cool thing. So yeah. kudos to everybody for making that happen. But as a promoter, I did not emphasize that enough. And like, dude, you're cool in blue jeans. Absolutely, come out here and race, yeah. please. On that and old ass motorcycle, it's awesome. Electric bike will do that because you can you can set it from ten horsepower. To, yeah, you know what the, I mean. The, like, the ten horse C class. Here we go, boys. Yeah, Let rip. Yeah, yeah, you, you could do it in know. a way that because we even talked about. I, I remember having a conversation years ago with like they should sell a frame like a one twenty five, but it with an eighty five motor. Motors. Yeah, yeah, you could just yeah. when you got ready to upgrade, you just buy another. It's the only buy sport where I know or buy two fifty. Yeah, change it. Everything's interchangeable, so you could grow the bike as you grow. Right. An electric bike, which do that. electric bike? You're right. You can tone it back or whatever. Yeah. So I nobody's going to. No, but you, they, <laughs> God dang it! I know they won't. Redneck. <laughs> Every redneck's gonna be like, this thing's got eighty horsepower. Put it on eighty. Turn it to eighty. <laughs> like what? This Damn one it. goes to eleven. <laughs> I don't know. We, I don't know. Uh, we're just probably not gonna happen. But just the thought. Have you ridden an electric bike? Any of you? Nope. Dude, I rode one a so long, probably ten years ago at Remax at one uh, a Red Bull event. They did it in Bremen, and Mario from Red Bull brought one out. Alta? And I'm like, he goes, it was before Alta, way oh. before. It was an electric motorcycle. It was, like I said, it's 2012. Yeah, okay. He goes, he goes, it's on. I'm like, what do you mean it's on? He goes, if you touch it, it's going, it's to, going go. to kill I'm like, you. Oh, <laughs> really? So I just went, whoop, just took off, and it was, it was interesting. I mean, it was a full blown, whatever. I, you I don't know, know what it was. I was looking at Alta the other day out at Highland Park, uh, at their KTM World, and I was sitting there looking at it, and you know how you see people walk around and like. Twist the throttles on the bikes in the Don't dirt bike shop. You could kill I thought somebody. if that thing was that thing's <laughs> on, set at eighty, and some dude comes by and like grabs, grabs the them. throttle. No, don't do that. Have you ridden one, Brett? Uh, Brett? Yes, I I rode the Ulta at their headquarters. Um, 
in like right outside the cow palace where oh. uh, evil can evil jump yeah it's a trip it was wow hearing the chain slap being able to hear that the knobs dig in it was legit and it didn't you know people say well they're they, they're they're heavy they're super heavy you don't feel that weight no no gyro to it no. i mean that, just think about that it. instant that instantaneous response was trippy like thinking about the like what you're that. saying with the the knobs the, hearing the traction like i we talked to trey canard he's talking about well you can hear the traction the same thing you're just saying you know that although it's not cool it's kind of cool in the way that on a deep plowed track you could hear that you know like i've always said like dirt. snow skiing yeah. my favorite thing is to be like in the trees like a steamboat or somewhere where all you can hear is your skis. You know what I mean? Like, okay. like it's just so new and different. We don't know what's cool or what's going to be cool. Or what yeah. we're going to love in 20 years. Yeah. Like, I get it. We like, know what we know and we like what we like, but I mean, my, but you don't know. I don't want to tell people what to, I don't want to tell people what to do or how to feel. Right. Have your feelings. See, that's Fine. the opposite of Nick. But he wants to tell yeah, you. Nick wants to oppose his will on you. Be that's open, right. Be, be open-minded. Like give, give it a shot. And if it's not for you, then you know, Fine. Let other people do it, though. And I got to be honest with you, the current four strokes, the first three, four years of four strokes, I was like, God, that sounds terrible. They were just sound they do sound terrible and in, now in they, comparison. Now they sound throaty and like, but it's damn. grown on and you. And you could right? tell, like, man, that thing sounds good. Like, what am I saying? It's just because Who of the I? distance of yeah. time. If you right. could transport your your old self from the two stroke days, you'd still oh. be like, man, these things sound terrible. Come here and listen to Jim Chester. I love, I love all, I love all their bikes. We do too. I the do one too. thing I appreciated about the electric bike, though, the Alta, and I think with the start, it's even more so, is the ability to force yourself to slow down to go faster. I mean, that's a whole Gary Bailey thing, right? Yeah. Like, slow down to go faster. You can tell the bike, you're going slow. He said it at a, at a certain setting. Alta had four settings. The Stark, I think, has many more. You can slow the thing down so you are for, you can. You can twist that throttle as, okay. as hard as you can all the way to the stoppers, and it's only going to go so fast. So you can work on there drills without the bike killing you. Yeah. Right, like you like know? racing a 125, I think the best riders are the guys that can ride a 125 properly, and that will transition to success. They learn all about yeah, momentum. Like momentum and, and being clean. and like you Yeah. Can't, you can't just fix it with this. Like yeah, some, you can't. Some, that's a throttle. Yeah, because – you can't fix I, it. I did a product launch with KTM last year, and so we they had everything there. So we got to write all of it. And my God, I could just be so lazy on the four-stroke. It was so much easier to ride. A little bit heavier, you know, um, than, than the 125. Obviously, those things are so nice and light. But you, know, you got to work hard to ride a 125. For sure. And with the four stroke, I could just I could just be lazy and sloppy, and and probably I was probably turning faster lap times. Okay. Well, um, well then I'll tell you this. I'll ask all of you. You, Brett, you you can go first. When this person rides a dirt bike, does it look like it's the funnest motorcycle, regardless of what he's on? When I say this name, like or not, I won't say, it, but like who. Regardless of what bike he you're rides, you're gonna say Carson Brown. You're damn right, I am. That yeah. guy looks like he's on a DR 200 today. I'm like, that looks so god. <laughs> it looks incredibly fun. Yeah, and it's such a pile of a yes, motorcycle. Yes, but like, right? but he, he makes can, everything look yeah. so freaking fun, except a KD80. 
Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> notice he hasn't ridden a KD80 yet. That's our next project. A KD80. That's the next Carson Brown project. Make a KD80 look like a What if Brett writes like the history of the KD80? I think we buy one. We put Kevin on the KD80. He's the featured rider. That's what I was going to do. Kevin ride it. Brett, I was going to say Kevin we con- it first. It, no, you put me in side by side like you know how they do the uh, the combine where Rich Eisen runs against like everybody else yeah. in a suit and you make me Carson Brown, dude. It's, it's awful looking. That I think we buy one and get Roos to make some Kevin Kelly. We get a Kevin Kelly edition KD80. KD80. <laughs> it's terrible, dude. And put Carson with Brown the four on foot it with, seat. Yeah, with Kevin <laughs> Kelly on the tank, give it to Carson Brown and just let him destroy it. Dude, yes. ser- but but seriously, going back, when he rides whatever it is, yeah. why it does fun. it look so fun? It looks fun. Because he's so awesome. And I mean, he'll obviously. ride mini bikes and haul yes. tail on an old vintage, like 83 CR80. Well, I feel so sorry for that what motorcycle. God that, yeah, no one made those bikes go that no. fast back then. You think so, they did, but they So didn't. then the question is, like, transport him right now back to mid-Ohio 81. He lines up. He rolls in. Like, who's this? Like, whatever. Lexington. They, they just they do a race, or they do they they do qualifying like God Almighty, what is going on with this guy? How long? I still say Bob Hanna, Marty Tripes, those guys are going to be like, all right, we can do this now, like because they're going to see him do it right on the same. For sure, Tripes especially, they're going to see him He's do real it. Real natural so looking. I'll give him that day. Carson Brown at any and go back before ninety before eighty eighty two. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen. Yeah, because you got to get ahead of Chandler. I got to get ahead of like Art, Ricky Johnson because Ricky Johnson will probably well, whoop and your Danny ass. Chandler. Yes. Yeah, so let's face it. So nineteen eighty two, you can teletransport. Yes. Carson Brown back to any race before eighty two, he will whoop anyone's ass for a day. Now, when Barry Higgins or whoever if Roger Barry McCoster, shows up, yeah, they they'll see this and they're like, "What the freak is this time traveling <laughs> mother effer?" They'll, two weeks in, they're going to figure this dude out. But like, can would you not agree? For a day. For a one-day import. He beat anyone teleport. on the planet. Well, yeah. I mean, he's taking skills developed over decades. Like, we've watched technology evolve, right? Well, people do also. That's why the, the debates of, like, who is better in their prime, you know? It's not fair. Jet Lawrence, Ryan Villapoto, Ricky okay. Carmichael, McGrath, or Bob Hanna. That's not. No. no. Like, the skills and what people have figured out is possible on a dirt bike changes as the technology changes. I mean, yeah, you we know, had, our, we our had ability Kent, to, we had Kent Howard. When you got a knee he, injury back in when Barry Higgins's day, they would shoot you. You were done. They would kill you. They shot you on the side of the track. Like a horse. Yes. Like Kent yeah, Howerton was on we're, our show. And, today they can fix you in three months. You won't miss, but three rounds. So yeah. They, yeah, you and you couldn't miss races back then because you didn't eat. So these guys rode injured, and then just you know they they ground their bodies into the into the, sure. into the earth. It's literally they're, like the they're, four minute mile. You know how they tell the story about the four minute mile? Like they used to say it's impossible yes. to run. A, and then the guy ran a three fifty nine, and then like three weeks later, somebody broke his record. Ugh. And then since then, it's been broken a thousand times. You know, the same thing. Like hmm. you, exactly. You did well. Not by me. Think about when and Kevin and I were at Orlando the first time we saw McGrath do a knack knack. Yes. And we we're like, oh my God. Stop it. You're gonna hurt yourself. Gonna die. He just came off the bike. <laughs> and then like fast forward to the Ricky or uh Jeremy McGrath's race out in California where I think it's 
uh, TP and I don't know Wyndham or McGrath. He backflips side by side with him during a race on a yeah. metal ramp. I'm like, come on. Well, just even like the backflip when Kerry Hart did the backflip. They just did four backflips at TP's place. Yeah, four. Uh, and four. Like, I haven't seen that. Like last like, night, I saw. Oh my god, that's I started possible. Counting one in slow motion. Yeah, was it on a Stark? Uh, no, it was. I don't think it was. They say the Stark really has the impact in the, the air with the whatever. torque of the throttle. Yeah, so that's but like, if he could get around so, with it. So going back to Carson, like Kent Howerton was on our show many years ago, and he talks about. I remember when I fanned the clutch, and they were like, "He invented that." <laughs> like, what? You oh, didn't kept my RPMs <laughs> up, and I didn't have to accidentally shift. do it. Like, yeah, like with the scrubs. So all these things, they happen. So hmm. they've put it all together. Like, there's a seven year old kid that knows all the tricks already. Yeah, already. <laughs> And he's been riding for three years on yeah. a full-blown track. Well, like you talking about seeing Marty Stewart mentioned. on a PW50 and going, I didn't know that could be done on a PW50. Yeah. And if, if I had a kid there, I was like, I'd be like, don't, don't. Just load it. <laughs> no, just don't. Yeah. Don't try that. We're going to the we're going Yeah, to you Marty McFly. You Marty McFly, Carson Brown. Um, he's he's going to do all right at a, at a race in 1981. Yeah. Yeah, 1.21 sure. gigawatts. Good point. God, that well, would be so awesome. I think, Brett, this is a good time to shut this thing down. What do you think? You got some more math to do? I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, no, math is done. Hopefully, uh, daughter is in bed. And uh, I think I'm going to do the same thing myself. <laughs> right on. As you should. <laughs> I really enjoyed this, guys. Thank you so much. We enjoyed it, too. It wasn't Thank live. You so we lied to you. And yeah. now let's bring on Brett okay. Smith. Yeah. Now starting now we're live. We just had to warm you up, man. Yeah, we're gonna hit record now. You ready? You ready? <laughs> well, Brett, uh, thanks three, for two, one. Go. Yeah, thanks for being on, man. I I know it was uh, it's one of those deals. Like, and I know it hit you hard in a and not an emotional way because I don't I don't when we lose celebrities or whatever. But like, he was super important to our sport. Like, there's no other way to put it yeah. because we only have eight guys that have done it. I don't know how many ever guys have done it. It's just not a bunch of them. And he's yeah. a good dude. Yeah. I don't know any. Have you ever heard any Art Ekman not leaving good tips that are like crappy stories about Art Ekman? <laughs> no. I just don't, I don't, I've not heard them. No, he's classy. No, he was someone you, you, you wanted to be around. You wanted to hang out. Couldn't wait till the next time you saw him. Just, a, yeah, a, a, a good human. And uh, David, uh, I see, posted something on Instagram, his memories of Art uh, just a few minutes ago. So. Um, I'll That's leave good. that for you guys to yeah. go read, though. All right, we'll cool. check it out. Um, and I hope, hope hope to hear his voice on your show uh, talking about art soon. Well, we're going to try to bring him on next week or whenever he's healthy enough to do it. Thanks for being on, Brett. Wewentfast.com. We look forward to your next piece, your biggest and best ever. Yep. Sounds like it's going to be the KD80 rebuild and putting you on it. Kevin Kelly is the face of We have to have two because we got to have Kevin race – Carson Brown. So we need two KD80s. I'll get on that. Just race paint drying, dude. Awesome. I mean, that would be. Thanks, how cool guys. Would that be? Thanks, Brett. Yeah, thank you, Brett. Have See a good week. All right, buddy. See Thanks. You. Love you. Love you, buddy. You, you didn't wait to see if he said it back. Look at that. I mean, come That's on. It's classic, dude. man. Look at the hair. Swagger. That's a swagger. Stay in one classy, photo. Supercross. <laughs> he was looking for. <laughs> Look at Larry Myers. Classic, come on, dude. Man. I could wear any wig on the planet, and I'd never look like that. <laughs> it is so time period, man. Like the people, like that's a full three piece. Three Imagine piece women suit. just going, man. 
I gotta have some. I Larry love Lyons. that dude. <laughs> Three piece suit with a with and the, dude. He he was a with just, a perm. Oh, he's a good looking man. Perm, the charisma dude. was there, dude. Yeah, I mean, I know, but if that if he's so good looking, like, what's up with your hair? Why perm that shit. Dog. Yeah, why are you waiting to perm it? And where's your suit? Yeah, I get your this. suit on. I guess oh, I gotta buy a suit. Ass. Put your put your stunner suit on. Are you sending him a picture of a gay D eighty? No, no, you don't need to. I got a buy suit. Good it was perm. the carburetor in the side of the engine on that thing. Like you accidentally step on the brakes and you tear the carburetor off. I don't think so. I think you it know, is. Instead of you, instead of the brake, you hit the choke. Like, yeah, I shifted up with the choke again. Damn it, man! Why would they put the choke right next to the brake pedal? I never did you think about rolling that KD up in the bedroom right now. Matter of fact, I never permed my mullet. Did you ever perm your mullet? Oh my gosh, are you serious? I didn't have a mullet like that. Mine just went down and did one flip out the back of the helmet, it just curled. I I had a championship mullet, but it was no like I lost points for no (laughs) perm, I think. Dude, that's ridiculous. You were almost there. You almost crossed the finish line. My brother had curly hair, Ken, and permed the entire thing. I'm like, your hair is already curly. What do you need it tighter? Yes, it was so tight. Tighter. I had a cousin that, like, this has nothing to do with his hairstyle, but it just tells you how things work. He was like one state in wrestling, like a state champion wrestler. With the hair? White guy with an afro this big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you're like before looking gear, before like, you go. It it just looked like a striped afro when it you had the poofs head. out of the out of the yeah. headgear, uh-huh. like just chunks hanging out. Correct. Dude. Yeah, I went I was I would go to the hair salon with my mother, Barbazon. The hair right salon. Da- Bar- Barbazon, which yeah, is Barbazon, right, dog. Barbazon, right, yeah, yeah. Right down the road from Freewell and Honda and that uh, Ed Burdett's Plaza was right near near Where that, Barbasol yeah. was invented. Yeah, so I'd go there, I'm like, Hey, is it long enough? She goes she tried like the smallest curl. She goes, I can't get it in there. I'm Man, like, God, come back and couple. I wait. So you're soaking your head in fertilizer each night. You're like, <laughs> and then finally, I think this will help. Finally, finally, it was long enough, dude. And it sucked. It sucked it up so high. It was so <laughs> stupid. It was like a looking. short bob, it like was, an office but lady. But it was just, it was just this long. It was like this dumb guy. It, Wad of curls. I wanted it to look like Damon Bradshaw's hair hanging out of my helmet. I, well, I that that's be, why I just had yeah. one flip. But then when I'm walking around in school, no, it's the stupidest ass. It's like looking. like a water slide. It was something. a tight curl. It was so tight. It was not cool and flowing. When I got when she got done, I was like. Did you what? dye it? And you can't make no. it go away. No, it's you perm. can't. You cut that shit off. That's why it's called a permanent. Yeah, you have to knit. <laughs> so you just mow a square out of the back Dude, of your head? I let that thing go. My brother's like, you're a queer. Like, yeah. <laughs> then when I he finally cut it, they cut it, and they left this dumbass flip at the end because it was all perm. It was cut the perm, trim it to nothing, and then leave, leave that some hair at the little end. flippy dumb. Man, but was it dyed blonde and no, stuff? Bro. You didn't do no, my mom stain tips there. My dad's already like, dude, I'm not buying you nothing nice. I bet your dad wanted we to kill you. We had to lie about everything. No, my mom lied about everything. You, when we pull up, you tell your dad. We went to O'Neill's. He and fell in a no, it was bucket like, full of these Sedgefield blue jeans cost four dollars. Yeah, and these tracks cost three dollars. Kings live in this totally alternative pull economic. Pull up, my mom like, in Douglasville. You damn right. He would miss. What's the name of the mustache? Would fit you. He coming? Oh, Mr. Kelly. She'd buy Let all of our, all of our Sedgefields. Yeah. Everybody gets a new pair. I got and then, news for you. He shoot. never checked my insane, Kevin. Yeah, uh, Kevin's like he spent <laughs> extraordinarily amount of time. Wow. Look though, you know King just lived in this alternative economic reality. He was like, 
man, them blue jeans ain't but $4. <laughs> we bought hundreds of pairs of them. They're cheap, man. All the other people Dude. are like, where do you get them for a deal like that? And yeah. King's like, oh, it's wherever they go. I don't know. Saving money. No, I mean, my, y'all but my mom would say, reality. look, we pull up in our Toyota Tercel. I don't care what you kids say. All-wheel drive, Burgundy from uh, Truman Travis Toyota. Yeah, that's right. And she'd be like, do not tell him I spent $22 on these shoes. My God. my God, I don't need there to get the hell to get me to I swear to God. Well, I know all we about We had this, this conversation the other day. Like, you had the separation. Like, when I was in middle school, you had the separation from tracks or pro kids or whatever to, like, some kids had <laughs> some kid had Nikes. Get right? out of here, dude. Don't be coming to your rear. That's the, a big cliff. No, down no, no, to you that. Had, you, but the, There's the, Sears and then you, oh, whatever. I don't even know what that world's like. The yeah. canvas Nikes were actually a step. Like, you were maybe... Your parents Part said, I don't up. give a damn if they get dirty one time. But if I'm you so got rich. the leather Nikes, <laughs> you were rich. Yes. Like, if you had leather Nikes and an Izod shirt, get out, get out of here. No, listen. My, my story. Nonstop. It was seventh grade, and my mom goes, Look, we're going up. And I'm like, Dude, they got some good stuff. There. Maybe goodies. I don't know if we have time. We didn't have goodies then, but they had Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, it no, wasn't, British night. No, it was nights oh, of was the like round table. Polo. It was polo. The, the rip off the polo. Stick, the stick wasn't the stick in was an all, angle. No, it's all up. Yeah, yeah. whatever. The <laughs> vice versa. That bitch was. I remember that. I walk in, they're like, "Bitch, why are you trying to run that night?" Man, sucker be table? thinking he got on a polo. True he story. ain't even wearing a polo. I had some Stan Smiths so though. Greatest shoes I've ever owned. Adidas. The green yes, ones. Yes, the white with green. Yeah, yeah. I had, let me tell you what I figured out. I I saved my money and bought a pair of Stan Smiths. And then somebody told me that Riches, which at some point became Macy's, um, had such a good return policy. If the shoes fell apart, they would give you a new pair, right? So Stan Smiths for life, Nick's dog. just hanging them out the window. No, listen, I would wear, I'd have my Stan Smiths for like four months, and it, either I would outgrow them or, or they would date. start looking bad, and I would go riding in them. I'd take them and go riding. <laughs> And you every see time, what's wrong? These every time I rode in them, it would rip the bottom off. I'd rip them because like, they were they were. Imagine going riding and some of them a little bitty shoes. They were sewn in the front, like the sole was sewn around the front, but not in the back. So somehow when I would ride it, it's probably glued on the back. back the glue right. would come loose on the back. Maybe it got Brilliant. wet. I don't know. God dang and it! I'd go get a new pair of Stan Smiths. I had one season of Stan Smith. I, for one season, I was like. What's up? I, tell, I would wear some green Stan Smiths right now. They looked good. Yeah, they're clean right now. I Check think there's out. a market for that. They're super. Oh, they cool. are. They're, yeah, they're, they're fresh. Dope. Y'all good? <laughs> no. Good? What else? I don't know. I, I wore I, some Sedgefields because we couldn't afford no Levi's. <laughs> you remember Sedgefields? I yeah, do not. My, my buddy wore Sedgefields. I was mad about I never, Lee jeans. <laughs> I got. Uh, no, I'd want to wear something. You'd have to look real hard. We didn't have the internet, so I don't remember Sedgefields. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, but like, they looked the part. Sedgefields were the most comfortable jeans because they were like they weren't t- some damn tough skins. You they were bend your knees. I went if from, you had ACL surgery, you wear tough skins. Imagine you don't need a how brace. the economy of our life has changed that we ain't making our kids. They ain't going to grow up with stories like, no, man, my, my dad, daddy made me I wear, wore Jordan 2s. That's yeah. some bullshit. <laughs> I remember wearing tough skins that so I dumb. wore the denim. Like, you scrub the denim off the patches in the knee where you could just see the patches in the knee. Correct. Like, if you bust your ass on your Remember bicycle. Remember how thick they were? It no, was if like, you, no, if you had ACL surgery. They made noise. They put you in some tough, can, tough skins because you can't bend your knee in them. Yes. They're a damn, they're a knee brace. Yeah. If they had them, that's what they would have fixed Forrest Gump's legs with. 
Yes, he would not have worn That's Captain Dan you're talking about. No, I'm talking about the first one. Oh, when he had polio braces or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they could have just put starch on. He'd be good to go. Starched tough skins are the same as polio braces. They're bulletproof, bitch. You send them things. They're polio braces, is what they are. I got a shot in the tween. They're bulletproof. I had I had burgundy polio braces. Oh, I had some burgundy ones. I had green ones. Dude, I got a picture of me. I'm four years old at some daycare pre K. Your Burgundy tough skins with a yellow shirt with green letters on it. <laughs> and like my mom knew it was picture day. You know, so they would take me to the honky tonk barbershop up there and they would just mow the sides down. Get it and, but I, up. the top wasn't like Nick's. It's not cool. It's like thick, you know. So it would be just poofy and junk on the on the top. It's like accentuate the poof. Kind of like beaker. You know, like beaker. just make the top real top. I'd be walking in there. No, that was the chef. Mort, yeah. mort, mort. The beaker was meep, 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 meep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked like that. And I'm like, man. Come on. And I never did stuff like that to my kids. They did it to themselves. Because, you know, they remember the big hair moment, like yes. everything. I'm like, you're going to hate your pictures. I never had that four that four year old picture is the only insane one I have. The rest of them, relatively normal. And you too, except for your curly mullet days. That poor mullet. There was a dude at my middle school that he had he had blonde hair anyway, but he dyed it white and he he cut the top the as tips. short as you could do, and it was just a flat top like a marine flat top, but he left the back and he permed it and he had a boombox in his locker, <laughs> so when school would let out he would throw that he had high Woo! top Reeboks and he would throw that boombox up on there with a strap. On. And he'd hit play, and it'd be Brass Monkey. It was right when License to Ill Dude, came it's like and he's kicking it down the hallway. You know, and get some, like, bitch. Like I dare you say like something. this, and I'm going. That's the coolest. God, guy dude. I mean, that's, that's the coolest a lot. Guy I ever seen. And he would have them wind suits on. You remember? He'd be no if, without suit. the Brass Monkey. It'd be like <laughs> every step he took, you dude, just hear it. Like, like yeah, from Sting, every step you take, I can hear it, dude. Yeah, it's like swishes, <laughs> dude. I had for me. It was my Friday outfit. Six Friday, <laughs> Friday, man. Shoot, this Friday, I'm thinking about yeah, looking story, good. True story. I wore my Panadora name ass brand, bitch. Not either. From merry-go-round. Panadora, navy blue with gray stripes. Because my mom said, you're going to wear these 47 times Yeah, this if year. I buy this for you. And then I had a Pierre Connection shirt that was that would button for me. I remember all that. Dude, it buttoned from here. Pierre Connection. Dude, that was an Upton's deal. Dude, it buttoned yeah. from here. To, to my shoulder from diagonally, <laughs> so it'd be it was looking like so, Belle Biv DeVoe up there. So it's like a it was uh, navy blue the whole thing. But when I flipped that bitch open, that that light that gray, diagonal light gray that diagonal button, no, it was royal blue. Oh, Come on, even dude. better. He was like Mick Jagger. He, <laughs> he really was. He just had thicker legs, dude. Every Friday, I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm about to break this. Pimping ain't easy, suckers. Pierre connection. Let's Tell me what day it is. <laughs> it's Friday. Friday, dog. And you ever get paddled in some Panadora? No, because the are buttons right. would just be digging in and stuff, right? No, no. Don't show it with one of our stickers. No, I'm saying them pants are about oh, as thin, thin as that. You get yeah. paddled in them, bitches. It's I hard. thought you meant like hitting the buttons no, or something. No. Yeah, I mean, that's that's solid that you know every name brand of yes. every. <laughs> Panadora from a merry-go-round, yeah. for sure. I thought only girls shopped there. No, nah, dog. They come no. in. These look so good on you. I'm like, you dang right. Bro, yeah, shoot. If you didn't have a Genera sweatshirt Dude, from merry-go-round. I didn't know anything about this. Really? It was Ackworth, though, man. That was in the country, though. That was right before. Ackworth, everybody was probably, had gun racks. Well, I mean, I was in Lithia Springs. Shit, man. Yeah, but we could get Yeah, to but y'all were closer all. to the city and stuff. I'll be at the gold mine on Friday night, so I don't yeah, see I was the last road for the county line. 
And that's the truth. <laughs> all right. We can go all night. We can. It's been a good one. And that's normally what you do. Like, I announced all day. We're doing karaoke till 4 a.m. Hey, let's so. do it. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Enjoy this one. Check out the Trick and Art Show, all the other shows. There's like, I don't know, we got like 16, 16 of them 17, now. maybe. What happened to him? Nick, he went away. What happened? I did. He oh, hates I? you, man. Hold on, hold on. He hates Nicholas. Do try it again. You're back. Test. Oh, there you go. Chicken, I'm chicken, back. one, two, one, two. You're back. Actually, I just went on a cursing tirade. And you yeah, and he muted it. Son of a big. Good lord. Do you tell that? Ow. He does the rev limiter wow. quickly. I've never seen anybody transform that quickly yeah. from zero to hero. 14,000 RPM, baby. Just calm the down, dude. <laughs> piece of.